we're in this thing. Okay. All right, we are super, super live, super direct. Uh, this is, I don't even know, I, I guess it's a, I guess it's a, an episode of Corner of the Circle, um, hardcore edition, hardcore list, um, got a group of people on this bad boy, um, hopefully everyone knows how to use this, uh, clearly Davey doesn't know how, if you don't know who Davey is, Davey's mostly eating a sandwich right there, um, I, I can tell you already, he's gonna be the problem child, so, uh, Christine, you're definitely off the hook, because, um, clearly Davey doesn't know what's going on, um. So uh, I, I was afraid of this. Anyways, long story short, this is going to be a hardcore list, much like uh, the uh, the emo list, emo screamo list that we made uh, last week. Um, we have a couple people that aren't on this thing that may end up being added a little bit later. Um, but uh, we have a pretty we have a pretty solid group. Uh, uh, first up, we have Alyssa. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Do your thing. I'm Alyssa. I'm from San Marcos, and my IG handle is Sweet Cheeks 1019. You said Sweet Cheeks. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up, uh, we have uh, Ashton. My name's Ashton Alexander, and my Instagram handle is Trashton, and I'm from the Seattle, Washington area. That money. Um... Next up, after Ashton, we have Christine. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm based out of Southern California. My Instagram handle is um nom 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 cookies. So it's <laughs> nom 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 Very cookies. Well yeah, you got to make you sure know. you get that last nom nom in there. Um, next <laughs> up, we have uh the one, the only Mr. Davy. What up, Davey? I'm from uh, New Braunfels, Texas. IG handles Davlin25. That was actually pretty good. I did not look at it. Well, well he's so well-spoken. Right uh, next up, we have Josh Longoria. Josh, you're up. Um, Josh, I'm from New Mexico, and my IG handle is Kia underscore Kaha 66. Kia Kaka? What is that? That's a good one. <laughs> Kia Kaka. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have like... Maybe the only one to actually follow directions at the jump, Mr. J.P. Price. What's up, dog? <laughs> J.P. Price out of Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Finger guns. Out of Kansas City, Missouri. SBC. J.P. SBC, the man, the myth, the legend. We have, um, that's me, I'm L.S. Um, I'm from, I mean, I'm from Texas. Say something. Um... IG handle is LS. There it is, McLean. There it is. You're welcome. Um, we would have Paulo up next. Uh, it is what it is. He'll come in when he comes in. Uh, last but not least, we have uh, Mr. Rocky Molina. What's up, y'all? Rocky from Texas. Uh, hash, uh, hashtag. Uh, handle. Uh, Sism Rock. Sism is music spelled backwards. Just heads up for those of y'all that didn't know. Oh, he's so there. clever, though. He's clever. All right, so um, we're gonna go down the line, man. Um, odds are, um, this one, bro, this one, I don't know. I mean, there's not as obviously people don't have as many choices with these. Basically, the way that we did this uh, was you were given what one, um, one, two hardcore, uh, one post hardcore, and then one metal metalcore. 
and um, you were given uh, you were given a, a you know I guess a, a, an extra in, just in case. But if you follow directions, you didn't need it. You had to think a little bit about it. Um, clearly, David didn't. It's fine. Uh, he used all of ours. It is what it is. Um, so uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. So we're actually gonna go down the line and just kind of um, talk about the the ones that we had. And uh, I mean, I will be Gucci from there. So first up, man, explain them what she had. The one she picked, we have Alyssa. Okay. So uh, for my two hardcore, I chose Knock Loose to All My Friends. What? Power Trip. <laughs> Executioner's Tax. Sorry again. Um, my one post hardcore song. I picked Body Bag. Uh-huh. Um, for my mess, I picked Fit for a King, Slave to Nothing. Mm-hmm. And for my bonus, I picked um, Every Time I Die, Apocalypse Now and Then. Bad, bad, bad. So this was really hard to do. I felt like I felt like everyone had a hard time doing it. Yeah. Um, it took a while to pick these, but uh, the reason I picked, well, of course, like my hardcore ones. Um, I'm not really, I don't know a lot of hardcore, hardcore. Um, but Power Trip was definitely my number one, just because. I mean, they're from Texas. Who doesn't right. like bands from Texas? True. <laughs> um, but um, it was Knock Loose was like our first like hardcore show, so I figured that was like a good one to put in here, just because. I mean, who doesn't like Knock Loose? I mean, if y'all do, it's okay. But the same. If you don't, you die slow. Um. But yeah. So, but when I mean Power Trip, I picked just because, like I said. Um, from Texas, and then when that show was being the show, when I saw them, it was crazy bodies flying. Josh fell, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just like listening to power, just that song in general, just when you hear it, it's just like you have that like smug look on your face, like, yeah, like you know, let's go, boys, let's fuck shit up, you know. So, I mean, that's when that one always gets me, right? Um, right. <laughs> And then for the post-hardcore, that was hard, too, for me. Um, I chose Bear Tooth just because that was, like, what kind of got me into the hardcore scene, I guess you could say. Right. Um, right. When the first time we saw them was at South By, and it was, to me, it was pretty hardcore. We saw them in the street in, like, this random tent, and bodies were flying everywhere, like, literally on stage into this song. People were, like, grabbing the mic, like, singing and i'm like what the heck is happening like what what are we doing here so to me that just like what started off from there that's what it that's what it was um paper king same thing um we, we saw them at warp tour and i was just like mm-hmm. okay whatever um but then i had to ride rocky's jeep for a while forgot what happened but anyways the uh, cd was in there for a while but slave to nothing is just if you haven't heard it it's a good one i mean it's on the playlist so you can hear it now but you know it just gets you <laughs> Right. But, um, she's, all comfortable. she's all comfortable uh, now. That first list, she was like, uh, uh, and this one, she's like, if you want, it'll know, be on the I'm list. Like, it'll be on the list. If you, yeah, yeah. I got my notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to look like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just going back to like a lot of these songs, I noticed too that they're all like, as much as I hate to say this, catchy. Um, because I don't like to describe a song as catchy, but I noticed a lot of the songs I do like, I like to sing to them. Yeah, I'm not the greatest yeah. at singing, but I mean these it can all sing and you know bang your head too. And then of course I picked every time I die just because everyone could use a little bit of eat it in their life. Hell yeah! So, but yeah, sorry. What? I didn't say anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. 
you already know. I mean, you already know if it's knocked loose on at home, like, yo. Like, I think the hardest thing for me to do, this this list was not to make everything knock loose. I'm like, I mean, don't they fit every category? I mean, it is what it is. So, but I mean, you know, it was, it was, it, it, it was just cool. Like, cause like I said, like, I mean, with, with Power Trip, I was there. Knock loose, I was there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and, I mean, and just like, I think anybody that has an opportunity to go to South by Southwest, I mean, they're, dude, they're so, I mean, you can, I mean, we've been to so many hardcore shows at this point. I mean, just, you know, just the whole, you know, wrecking crew at this point. Um, we, we've been to so many hardcore shows that like, I mean, the venues are dope and everything, but I thought like, I, this was going to be the year that we got to go to South by like, bro, we're about to murder everybody. Yeah. Somebody's son's about to get left home in a body bag. Like, and then, you know, Corona's <laughs> like, actually. So, um, I don't, I think like whenever you have an opportunity to be in, introduced to a band with like at a festival, like, like South by, um, with that type of energy, man, it's just, it's a different level, especially if they're like not a main stager. Cause they, like, I feel like the, all the, the non main stages, they go so hard. And then the people that follow them, like they're, they're cult following, they go twice as hard. I mean, you know, like, and it's different at South by because like people go just a little bit harder. They're not like, I mean, no knock on Austin, but like, you already know, like the, Austin hardcore scene is just like booty, dude. So like, I mean, they just, you know what I mean? They don't want to throw them things. So it's just like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Davey knows I'm talking about. Like, man, why did we even go? We, just, <laughs> But yeah, man, that's, um, those are, yeah, man, that, that dude, that counterpart show, I was ready to, I was ready to fight someone just because no one wanted to fight. You know what I mean? It was like, it was bad. It was bad, but we had a, we had a good one-on-one. You got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to meet everybody because there's only like five people there. That was trash. Anyways, moving on. My bad. Um, next up, we have Ashton. Ashton's going to talk about her list. All right, you're up. Okay. Um, so for my two legit hardcore songs, I picked uh, Dangers, We Have More Sense Than Lies, and Rotting Out, End of the Road. And um, Dangers was like a band that I remember going and seeing like in high school. We have a festival out here that's called Rainfest. And before it got really big, it was kind of close to where I live. And... Um, Dangers was usually like the headliner on the last night and that was like my first stage dive and I got really hurt and it was awesome. And then um Rotting Out End of the Road I just uh I really liked that song. Um and then I remember I was uh talking to Walter about it and he was telling me like um just kind of some of the meaning behind it and no, I really really like it I guess just because I don't know it gave me like a little bit more of a connection to it. Right. And then um, for my post-hardcore song, I, I, don't, I mean, brand new technically is under this hardcore category. Yeah. But um, like I remember, so I remember like listening to brand new, and I feel like all their albums are really different. Like each album is distinctly different, except for like you can tell it's them, but it definitely is. Anyways, when the Dave, uh, when the devil and God are raging inside of me, is that what that album is called? Anyways, mm-hmm. when that one came out, I remember I didn't like any songs on it except for Vices. In the beginning, it was like some, I don't know, like European, like, I don't know. It's, it's, some, it's some weird song, and then it goes into the breakdown, and it's really good. Anyways, um, for the metalcore song, I picked uh, Earth Crisis, Firestorm. I know it's like their most popular song. I'm not really, this is probably going to get me in trouble, but I'm not a huge metalhead. But, um, so I don't know if, like, metalcore has never really been my gig, but I do like Earth Crisis, and they put on a damn good show. And then, um, 
for the last one, for the bonus, I said uh, suicidal tendencies institutionalized for obvious reasons. What's up? I throw riding out. Well, I thought riding out pretty heavy. Suicidal tendencies, I mean, come on now. You can't go wrong with them. Um, bro, when she said European, you know who I just forgot that no one put? Come on. You get one guess. Rocky, you know who I go with. No, not me. I don't know. We missed. There's one European spot that we forgot. Like, no one put him on here. The architects, fool. I can't. I can't believe I missed yeah, the architect. I, I was actually sad that we didn't have more of that. But it was like Somebody it's hard because you. Architects, but it might have gotten taken off. I like I I. Architects are volumes. Volumes, yeah, like it was, I almost put volumes. Man, we missed out, bro. I cannot believe I. I was trying to. We were limited. Well, if we were limited, nobody I would really just have got an architect there, you know? like months ago. Yeah, like I. You know what? I literally just got into Architects months ago because I remembered I had saved a playlist in Spotify uh -huh. of Bryce from Canada. Yeah. Hell yeah. From like a year and a half ago when he shared one and it had a bunch of Architects in it. Like, and I, and I messaged him and he was like, yeah, I fuck with this band and he sent yeah. me the Architects or Architects. And then I just remembered a couple months ago and started listening to him again. And it was great. I freaking love it. JP, if you can go watch those fools at a show, oh my god, Hell yeah. man, they put on a show, my guy. They put on a show. I just I'm like, dude, they put on. So we can hold that note is insane. His highs are higher than high, dude. Those lows, his growl is now. I'm like, bro, this dude sounds better live than he does in studio. And I'm not just saying this. There's a few, yeah. you know, there's a few singers out there that sound better live than they do in studio, and he's definitely one of them. And then when you like, you know, find out the meaning, especially behind, you know, that not this current album, but the, the the last album they put out, dude, I didn't know any of the meaning behind it. And then when you find out the meaning behind it, like, yo, like this dude is like, geez, he's singing, yeah. he's singing from pain, you know what I mean? Like, I'm losing my brain. Literally singing his his dying brother's lyrics that his dying brother's writing about himself. Like, you kidding me? First so, wild. Yo, it's just, you know what I mean? And, like, and it was weird because, like... The, that was the last track he did. It was the last track he did. You know what I mean? Like, the the crazy... I think the crazy thing was, like, I didn't really know much about him. I assumed they were putting on a show, right? And I remember, like, like I, Rocky was, like, to my right. And, like, we're watching him and everything. And I'm looking. I'm like, yo, like, when they... Obviously, when, 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 their, when the Architects crowd came out, I mean, because they were the headliners, when their crowd came out, it was a... Obviously, it was a different type. It was a different type of crowd, for sure. But, like, all these kids start crying. I'm like, why are they crying? Like, what's the deal behind it? And, like... Davey. Davey. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm guilty, man. I'm guilty. They're, dude, I'm telling you, man, I've been listening to that band for ages, dude, since the Hollow Crown days. You know, I even got them tatted on my shoulder. You know, that kind of thing. Bro, yeah, they dude. have, like, just a, such a good like crowd response Ooh, and like the music, like the, the meanings behind their music, bro, is just intense, dude. I, I love that band. And it's crazy. Cause like I was going to put them on this list too, but you know, we were talking more hardcore kind of stuff. And yeah, the re my one that I put on, I'll explain later, but it was just kind of, I was jamming out to it at the same time when I was making the list. So, but architects definitely belongs on this list. Yeah. That for, for yes. sure. They might have to, you know, I tell you what we'll do. We'll do another list later. It'll be called top set music. 
just all top set songs. Everybody will get a top yeah. five top sets. Yeah, yeah. That's that's gotta happen. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. It's just your top set go to. Everyone has got like at least four or five they go to. Um, I do want to go yeah. back to Ashton and talk hey, about Mark. Firestorm. Is there a particular reason behind like Firestorm that that you chose that one um, over any other of the other Earth Crisis songs? Um, I remember when I saw them at uh, one of the one of the festivals out here. I don't remember which one, and um, it was the only song that I knew the lyrics to. So <laughs> that's it. I I, I'm like, yo, I know this. Listen, like, you know, like, I mean, that's I'm, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'll put a song if I know the words. I mean, because you can't really swag out on people if you don't know the words. You be sitting there just, you know, singing, saying balloon, balloon, balloon the whole time, like. You know, I, moving I, your mouth. <laughs> you, you just know when they get to the yelling part, you're like, rah, 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 rah. It's funny. It's funny because, like, I'm the person that'll, I'm, like, at the back of the show. I don't care about, you know, like, I like to listen to bands, and I'm not going to, like, figure out who's on the bill and figure out all their songs. So be that kid. I'm just going to go up and get hype for the band that I came for and then experience the rest of it. But I hate, like, I get claustrophobic in crowds, so, like, it's got to be worth it for me to get in there and, like, have all these bodies touching me and stuff and, you know, getting passed around. And, and that's when you yeah, touch them back, dog. Touch them back. <laughs> well, well, okay, like, now now I would be fine. But back then I was, like, 110 pounds soaking wet. So there's I was, like... <laughs> I was getting the shit beat out of me at every show. So like, now what, you're like 120 pounds soaking wet? There you go. <laughs> 125, thank you very much. With, with my boots. <laughs> so we got... <laughs> and then I can just whip people with it. And oh it yeah, like Christine's got a straight up mane, dude. It's ridiculous. She has I mean, so... You did get on that level. Jeez. I'm like, uh... Christine reminds me of Crystal Gale, dog. With the long, <laughs> the Good long hair. Man, so uh, speaking of yeah, which, I did, I did a cartwheel at this one show, and I think I kicked a lot of people in the face. But it was like right at the end of a set, so I was the last person like leaving the pit, and I was doing a cartwheel. Oh, I do not have. I don't have the balls to leave my feet. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta mow somebody down. Um, oh, I, this, uh, was, this was when I was a lot dumber. The lead singer from Full Blown Chaos, his name is Ray. Uh-huh. And uh, Ray Mazzola is a good friend. And one time we were showing like this weird metal bar. And there's all metal bands and then Full Blown Chaos. And that's how I was there to see. And Ray and I had partied pretty hard that night together. And I did a <laughs> cartwheel on the front of the stage and kicked him in the nuts. Ah! Um, <laughs> that's so much body to be doing a cartwheel with, dude. Gee. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm nimble. I'm nimble as fuck, dog. I'm like, bro, like, if I see this big motherfucker getting on the stage and die, I'm like, first of all, stop. Second of all, <laughs> let's think about this. Who's going to catch you? Not I. I swear, I dude. I realize my number one worth is, like, as a bass and cheerleading, so I'll, uh, I'm the guy that gets on a knee so somebody else can get on stage. Thank you very much. I feel like my I, I feel like my size is where you top out. Anything bigger than, I think anything bigger than 215, 220, like you gotta hit the ground. I hit the ground so many freaking times. Um, and it's a little disrespectful. I just remember that the 
uh, whenever, like, there's certain bands that when they play, like, Dangers was notorious for this, like, it would be a mountain of people around, like, you couldn't even see the lead singer, and it was just, like, bodies, like, a pile of bodies, and I was oh, always, that, like, that's that, I call that World War Z, dog, that's World War Z, <laughs> you know, climbing so up good. on the bridge, that's that, that's that World War Z right there. <laughs> Okay, next up, my bad. Oh we my just, we're getting into it. Um, we have Christine. Listen, Chris, Christine's got a nice little list, boy. A nice, nice crispy list. You're up. You're up. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, we're going to get a little, little weird here. So, I okay, I chose I chose Hard Bark on the Family Tree from Have Heart, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really a really important track to me, not just musically, but lyrically. It has a lot of, um, con- Oh, by the way, I apologize in advance. Sorry. If you hear dogs, I have a lot of dogs in the room right now. Um, but yeah, so it has, um, it covers actually that whole album covers a lot of issues with like family dynamic. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the feeling of not being able to relate to a healthy family dynamic. Um, I have like a lot of addiction and alcoholism and like trauma inside my own family. Right. Um, so hearing songs like that, especially when I was younger, was like really relatable to me. Right. Um, super, super good song, super heavy. The group vocals in it are awesome. And like if you ever, ever had a chance to see this song performed live, it is just crazy. Um, I think actually they opened up. Uh, the last show I went to, they opened up the set with it, and it was really dope. Um, and then the second one I chose was Life Force from Mindset. And mm. it was between this one and um, Leave No Doubt. Both of those records, like, both those songs, but also, the, again, the entire record was something that I really related to. Right. On, like, a slightly lighter note, it was more empowering for me because right. a lot of the songs, especially the one I chose, was, like, you know, you have every excuse or every reason to want something, right. but this insatiable competitive drive that keeps you from giving up because you're just like, no, I want to, I want to see where I can go, and right. I know that it's easy and I can give up, but I'm not going to, you know. Um, so yeah, so those are my two like hardcore. hardcore. It was really, it was really, really hard to choose. I feel a little bit weird that almost all of the groups that I have are from the East Coast. I definitely feel like there's so many really, really good West Coast hardcore yeah. bands that need their own spotlight. But I mean, I'll but... be, I mean, but I will say this. I mean, in in your defense, dude, East Coast hardcore it hits a little different. Like West Coast it hardcore, yeah. West Coast hardcore, like East Coast hardcore, like it's dark, dude. It's like dark and dank. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just a different style of hardcore. Whereas it like the climate. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know what I mean? But then you start talking West Coast, like, I feel like West Coast, West Coast hardcore, it, it makes you want to just hop in the pit. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least for me, like yeah, when you listen to that West Coast hardcore, like, yo, let's get in this pit. Let's just, let's go throw these like things. Yeah, like, but then like when you hear East Coast hardcore, you're like, bro, like you almost have to sit down. You know what I mean? Like you have to yeah, kind of sit down. Do. You sit down, you listen to it. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're more, I mean. No, and again, I'm not knocking the lyrical content. I mean, it's just a style. But like East right. Coast, East Coast, you 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 sit and you listen to the lyrics a little bit deeper than you do the West Coast stuff. West Coast stuff, I feel like it's always a little bit more catchy. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and I feel like once you get past that, at least in my opinion, once you get past, you know, Texas and start working your way west, like anything from like, you know, Texas east, you know what I mean? It, it starts getting a little bit heavier, a little bit darker. But then we like anything like west of Texas, like you start getting like a lot of catchy, a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of like, let's let's go throw these things. Let's right. go. You know what I mean? So continue. Groups like Chain of Strength, you have Inside Out, Rotting Out, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, like like a lot Downpressor is really good. Yeah. You know, Criminal Instinct. These are groups that are super good. They're a little bit newer though. Um, and there are some other really good hardcore bands that come out of the West Coast. And like, I feel like if you ask people from out here, they're all gonna say LA hardcore is the best or whatever. Um, but Calm like, down, comedy. <laughs> it does get different though. It's it's a lot more skate punk. I find like a lot more punk rock, which is really cool, yeah. and it it suits a certain purpose. But especially for me, like as a kid, when I got into hardcore to begin with, it was very much about like not just anger because I mean I was a little bit I was a frustrated kid. I wouldn't really call myself like an angry kid though. So a lot of it had to do with heavy lyrical content right. this was something that would hook me on certain groups and like that's why another reason half heart is super close to my heart mm -hmm. and like everything that he comes out with i just think he's pat flynn is such an amazing lyricist um so uh and then okay so for i, I kind of like <laughs> i i resent that i had to choose a metal song um but I did choose uh, Suicide Note and Grail by Martyr AD. And I know that's probably not a group that not a lot of my friends knew about. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked them. Like, they only had a couple of records, like, early 2000s. But I think they were super, super overlooked. They're really talented. Um, the, the reason I chose that song in particular, not because it had a, a super, like meaningful message it's actually pretty dark but um but the breakdowns in that song are just crazy they are crazy like i remember the first time i heard that song and i was like what <laughs> listening to the, the last 30 seconds of that song it's, it's like it's a style of metal chord that you don't see in a lot of groups now it's like a different type of heavy it's really just raw and like like the breakdown at the end has its own breakdown yeah it's weird it's really good but um so i chose that song um and then for the post post hardcore i chose um weed pin by um by drug church also a super cool band they're not really emo kind of post hardcore they're a lot more they have more punk vibes uh, and that song is super cool, and that that group is cool because they they kind of cover like um, political themes, like, like tongue in cheek kind yeah. of satirical stuff. Um, and that song is it's kind of funny, but it's sad at the same time. It's like a kid who he's giving it a shot. You know, he's got his first real job, and he just fucks everything up super royally. Um, and he just kind of like throws his hands in the air and he's like, what, what am I doing with right. my life? Like, I can't get any right. How am I supposed to find a career? Blah, blah, blah. And it's at the end, it's more about 
not just doing what's expected of you uh -huh. from society, parents or anything else, like just doing what you love to do, you know, um, not just trying to fit into a nice pair of dress shoes. So yeah. Um, oh, and then I had the extra one, um, which was memory lane by mm. blacklisted. Um, and this is a group that I was more semi recently introduced to by a very close friend. Um, but the, record well it's actually an ep was from like early 2000s uh -huh. um called uh, peace on earth war on stage and this song is another song that immediately i really connected to because it's about like um kind of like looking for your identity but being kind of lost and so you're wearing these masks and you're trying to like present yourself to people and people are telling you that you, you know you've lost your way and you need to figure your shit out and it's like well where do I start like I never I never knew where to start how am I supposed to get there um so another really good song that whole that whole EP is is really amazing if you get a chance to listen to it you got some bangers man um like oof. Man, I, I keep looking at Memory Lane. For some reason, Memory Lane is the one that, that keeps sticking out to me uh, by by Blacklist. Like they, they like. I mean, they have a lot. I mean, it's, it's weird saying they have a lot of bangers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just yeah, they have a lot of. I want to say they have. They have very complete albums. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. Like it's yeah. The, um, like if 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 you couldn't pick Memory Lane. What would have been another song from from Blacklisted that you probably would have picked? Ooh, um, I mean, they have they have a few. I mean, I don't know, man. That's God. Blacklisted has a bunch, dude. But it's I just feel like, like that song. That song is probably oh, our apartment is always empty. Is another super super good track. Um, a little more angry. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, like I definitely listen to, to like, you know, more of the punch into open air and, you know, yeah. don't talk to mom kind of vibes. But, um, but I feel like I always end up going back to a lot of the more heavy, uh, heavy content and right. stuff. And yeah, it, yeah, that, they're definitely one of my, it was one of those groups that I was surprised that I had not really listen to them very much in right. the past um but i'm i'm really glad that i was introduced to them so yeah dude like those i i really god man you like you listen to the lyrics i'm like what can i beat somebody up in um like I, you know what i'm saying like i'm like yo it's the best when you can get both you know and and i think it was just because of the time that i i got into hardcore it, it means a lot from, yeah from like how I started, so I think that's why I pay attention a little bit more than the average person. I'm with you on that. I gee, I want to go to Davey, but Davey's got like a thousand. Hoy, you know, and we were giving we were giving Christine all kind of crap because she like she had like a twenty songs, and here Davey is when he saw us making fun of her, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna follow it up. I'm gonna do the same thing." Um, Nate. I'm actually. I'm just gonna do the. I'm just gonna do the five that you know that I started off with first. The other ones were kind of like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. I was like, wait, I should probably chill out. I probably had like three albums. He really did though, bro. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know what we like? We location like, all right, you can't you can't speak on anything that that you have a tattoo of. How about that guy? 
Um, well, they got the whole list. <laughs> <laughs> the whole list is gone. All right, all right. So, David, you're up, bro. Go ahead. All right, man. So, uh, I had a, I got a couple here. Uh, I start off with uh, Sworn Enemy, as real as it gets. Um, that track, actually, I got into Sworn Enemy because that track was on a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And no joke, dude, that, that song was just hit, hitting heavy. I was like, bro, who is this? Looked into it up, and then before and after that, I've been kind of like a swarm ever since. Uh, that one, and then uh, I had uh, All for Revenge, Terror. Um, as much as I love East Coast, I love West Coast hardcore, and Terror you. is just... Terror is... That is, bro, that, is, that is West Coast hardcore... To its core, dude. Yeah, when people say LA hardcore, it's basically terror, bro. That's hands down. They set like, the bar, guy. <laughs> they set the bar, guy. Yeah, they, I mean, they set it high, bro, and no one's been able to catch up to them on, on the West Coast side. Because uh, me, personally, I just think terror, hands down, those guys just definitely know how to get a crowd riled up, Jeez. how to play the music and just keep going with it no matter what. Like, I remember, I think uh, we all went, or I think it was me and Rocky, we went to, uh, to go see terror. At uh, was it backstage live, and they put us in the small stage, and that place was just more ridiculous than I've ever seen it. You know, to where I decided, I said, "Screw it, man, let's get on stage and let's start pulling out some three sixty shallow dives on top of the crowd and just have some fun." You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, also, uh, my other hardcore song I want to throw it in there just because I'm a huge, huge fan of it. Is sick of it all. I put step down. Um, my buddy actually introduced me to that maybe back in like 2008, 2009. And I remember like the music video to it <laughs> and it was just like 50, 60 dollars a TV and seeing like, you know, that generation kind of just, you know, get heavy with it. You know, them being the East coast, you know, hardcore, you know, band as well. I mean, they're just super dope. Um, but, uh, I guess my, my, yeah knowledge on you know super heavy hardcore is not as as high as everyone else but i definitely know enough to get by and, and know how to jam out and you know be able to get invited to this group to, to kind of you know share a playlist kind of thing so um my post hardcore oh, you already know it you already know it i put the disc counterparts bro canadian underrated band bro we chill out first of all <laughs> they're not that underrated calm down calm down my guy they might be they're underrated, underrated. In, in in austin they're not that underrated relax over there <laughs> jesus right this last september i really wanted to see varials and they were playing with counterparts in lawrence kansas and they had two bands in the middle that i'd never heard of and i didn't give a shit about it was like being as an ocean and Guys who talked a lot of, like, uh, spoken word and cried. And so the first band was Varials on the lead singer's birthday, and they fucking ripped. Ooh. And then there were these two bands that had, like, hour-long sets of them talking over keyboards. No. And then in the trade, I almost left because my back hurt and stuff. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> for counterparts. And they ripped. I fucking love this great Ooh. i loved it it got me in love with the song monument and uh i thought they fucking went super hard i loved it they had great energy oh, man listen counterparts is a bro they are another level that I, i've tried to i've tried to see them a couple times or i tried to see them the first time like in like 
Rocky, Alyssa, David, they were already at the concert. And I got there late. So by the time I got there, counterparts, they were like, they, they from their, their, and it was from the last, not this latest album, from the last album. Um, they had already finished their, I, I heard their like final song. And when I was walking in, that was it. But I was so pissed. So I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see them. And then they, uh, they were coming back to Austin after they, um, they dropped their newest album. And which in my opinion, I mean, I don't know if it's better than the, the, than, than the one before, but dude, it's a, I didn't, I didn't expect this album to be as good as it was. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, I mean, yeah, David, we, I've talked to Davey about it a lot. We talked about it the whole drive, to, <laughs> the whole drive yeah, to Austin. Yeah. But I just wasn't expecting Counterparts to have, it was a good album, but I didn't expect it to be that good. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I mean, from the first song, first song bleeds to the second, second bleeds to the third. I'm like, it's just, I mean, the product, I think it was the production value. The production value yeah. was like, like on a higher level, I think, man. It was just, I mean, and, and then when we went to the concert, JP, you'll appreciate this. Dude pretty much talked to us like we were just his homeboys because there weren't a lot of people there. Um, no. Like it was just, you know what I mean? And so like you can even, like you couldn't even like really like make a pit. Like there wasn't enough people for a pit. It was just like, all you see is this Davey flying around, like just flying around, just hitting people like here and there, like. Hitting people in the in the kidney, hit people hitting people in the back, and like it was kind of, bro. That's, I'm like, bro. I was literally grabbing people and throwing them across. You got a picture of it. Yeah, dude, he's grabbing. Like, why are you grabbing this dude and like banging him into your chest? He doesn't want to play. Just let him let him watch the let him watch the show. Like, dude, that's what I loved about burials is like they were the first band and the show was small and most of the people were there to see some guy do poetry. And oh, man. that dude, that dude ripped and challenged everybody and got in their face and like the fucking place started to move, and that's really hard to do as the oh, opening band, dude. And who was- uh, I really, I really loved it. But then I went and saw Harm's Way with uh, Spite. Yeah, they're so good. And Spite Ooh. played first, and uh, they talked shit on the crowd the whole set. And then the dude from Harm's Way came up and fucking saved it because he's a champion. But uh, I'll never like that band again. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. What was that band, Rocky? What was that freaking... Was it Stick to Your Guns? Was that the oh, one that we watched? We were just talking away. Yeah, that was the, during the Architect show. Like, the dude was just on the soapbox the entire time. We're yeah, like, like, okay, keep like, it moving. Like, let's go, next song. And just me for a second. And we're just like, oh. Bro, I, li- I remember I was like, bro, I'm going to the bathroom. Because if I don't go to the bathroom, I'm going to yell at this dude. Like I don't even, and I was, and people were like, "Oh, bro, stick your guns is so dope. They're so dope." Trevor was at that show. Trevor, yeah. Trevor was with yeah, us at that show. Looking forward to them too, and I was what? like, "Okay, cool." Like I've seen them a couple of times, like Warped or whatever, you know. They put on a decent show, but just bro. something about that one, the vibe was just. And oh, I, my and I think, I think what, right now, I like, think what pissed me off, <laughs> what pissed me off was that Trevor was hyping them up so hard, like, "Bro, no, stick your guns, bro. You're gonna love them, man. You're gonna love them, Mike." Where Trevor, like for real, you know, it's like our buddy, our buddy Trevor, like either he's gonna, either he's like all about it, or he's not. You know what I'm saying? There's no in between from 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 the time I've known him. And so I'm like, bro, these dudes must be dope. And like they played like maybe like five minutes. He's like, you know, guys. So I'm just thinking about this upcoming election. I'm like, oh my god. And it was, it just stayed on that level the whole time. I'm like, all right, man, I gotta go. I'm like, Rocky, I'll be back. I gotta go to the bathroom. Like I just like had to walk around. Place, I feel. 
Say like, what? Like it has to be appropriate. Like it has to be appropriately timed. Like yeah, if, dude. If everybody's been all hyped up for a couple of songs, and everyone's taking a breather, and you say a couple words, it's one thing. But if it's like, oh, was it not? Wasn't was it? Really no, but wasn't it? Wasn't it counterpart? It was counterpart. Stick to your guns, and then um, uh, that's who it was. Nah, nah. Remember terrors with um uh the terror show. It was Jesus peace. Terror and knock loose. Oh, you already know. Yeah, I thought stick to your guns and knock loose. That you went to huh? last year? Were they on the knock loose tour? Which one? That you went through last year? This is like a year or two ago. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is like a while ago. This is when it, no, I described like the more recent knock loose tour you went you went to. I wasn't sure if they were part of that. Oh no, that knock loose show that I went to the last one that was uh that was uh Christmas Burns Red. So it was like. That was a that was right. a that was a special show, a very special show. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I was not impressed with them, dude. And I, I'm telling you right now, I'll kind of like you said, JP. I will never like that band again. And they honestly, they could be putting out some heat, and I will never like them again. That dude, literally, I, I tasted butt crack after he got off the stage. I'm, like, I'm never, never, never gonna like them again. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, Davey, I do want to ask you about Parkway Drive, dog. Parkway Drive, bro. The the, the hardcore Aussies, man. They're they are just the heaviest, heaviest. I guess just metal band in general. Who they are, man. I mean, if you watch like their documentaries and stuff, like, I mean, I've always been a huge Parkway Drive fan forever. Yep. You know, um, but like after that, like. Like, because I remember, like, she just posted on my Facebook the other day about, like, uh, was it the other day that my favorite album from them is, uh, um, was it Smoke Em If You Got Em? Yup. Uh, I mean, so, you know, and my all-time favorite song, Romance Is Dead, and obviously I got a tattoo on it on my arm. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I after watching, like, their their documentaries, man, and, like, just showing, like, how they came up, you know, playing in a, in a little middle school, you know, on a stage right. and then playing in their you know, in their uh, garage and then coming up to where they are now and them changing their, their full-blown style. And then, and when that came out, you know, we all had conversations about it. We're like, you know, or if they're changing, the, you know, their their sound a little bit, you know, is it going to sound too, like, anthony and, you know, right. just more sing-along? Or are they going to stay, you know, still heavy and that kind of thing, you know? And at first, everyone had that backlash, you know, on it. But, like, I guess as it progressed and people, you know, saw it live and, you know, they saw, you know, the feedback from it, like, it was kind of this one of the you could just get into, like, man, yeah. you, you know, I can I mean, hear it for a while. But I think that's what it's saves... It's like they haven't changed at all. I think that's what saves a lot of bands, especially if you're trying to change your identity. You know what I'm saying? Like, low-key. Like, yeah. they have to see that energy. They have to see the performance. I mean, that's how... I mean, that's being 100. Like, that's how... the, the Especially these hardcore bands, because they're not really big-budget bands. You know what I'm saying? They're not like, you know, these yeah. Billboard, you know, top five bands like you know, that are making millions on millions. I mean, they're making cheese, but they're not... You know what I'm saying? They're not just getting mad, mad money to fold. Um... Like, because right. honestly, let's be 100. If <laughs> I can say this because I can, because <laughs> there's only on, there's only one other Aussie band that I can think of that tried to change their identity, go like go a little bit harder. And then they try to go a little bit pop Silverchair. Eh, I said it. And look what happened to them. Dude. I said what I said <laughs> and I meant what I said. You know what I mean? Like they could have easily gone the way of Silverchair. <laughs> this is at me. But it's the truth, bro. Like they could have easily true. gone the way of Silverchair. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. Like, I 
I mean, it's just about it's about the performance. At the end of the day, like you can be the dopest studio album band on earth, but if your performance is trash, it's a wrap for you. You're not gonna make it in the hardcore game because people are gonna talk so much yam. Like you said, I'm talking about freaking. I'm talking. I'm still talking trash about a band that like they probably are so dope, and I'm never gonna give them a chance again. But I mean, it just is what it is. What I mean, it's with hardcore too. Yeah, hard dude. Hardcore is hardcore is hardcore. You know what I mean? Like. We want what we want. I mean, and I mean, you have those. You have a few elements. If you don't check those boxes when you're at a concert, bro, you're you're not. You're gonna lose yeah. your people. Everybody's gonna go to the bar, dog. Sound like garbage on stage. If you've got good presence, that's all that matters. People are there to get angry. Oh, without a doubt. And to have some fun. Like I've seen bands when I went to. Um, so every year in LA, they do uh, for the children, which is like this huge, huge, huge toy drive and, right. and it's like a two-day thing a bunch of hardcore bands get together um we had like a, a bunch of super super old school guys uh this last time terror well terror's not that but um like donnie brooke and disembodied and stuff like that a lot of guys got back together and they played it in this venue that wasn't really a venue because it was the only thing they could find that was like cheap or free right um so the sound was garbage for everything you barely hear anything but it was such a good vibe still because everyone was just having fun like i can't imagine if <laughs> stick to your guns is there giving some soap opera speech while everyone's just like yo <laughs> bro like i honestly feel like honestly if i i, I mean I'm, I'm glad i don't drink because i feel like if i were a drinker that would have been a time i would have thrown a bottle I, would, I know I would have thrown a bottle at the stage, show. and I'm like, shut I'm up! A lot of hardcore shows, you have so many straight edge kids because uh, the only thing I don't like about shows where it's like hardcore bands and like more metalcore kind of like Acacia Strain type things. It's yeah. like uh, you, you get a lot, you get a lot of people that are just drinking and being assholes, and you know, not that everyone that drinks is an asshole, but you know, you know what I mean. You got a bunch of Davies you know, running around trying to start like, fights. The, the more like of just a pure hardcore <laughs> show it is, the more you're just going to get kids that want to just be kids and not punch yeah. each other in the face for, for no reason. Well, so. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I've, <laughs> I'm i just like, man, I can't even. Oh, dude. I can't. I don't know why I'm so angry every time I think about that show because it could have been so <laughs> dope. But it, this, this is one thing. <laughs> This is one thing I will say, and I, I'm willing. I'm willing to. I'll stand behind this to the day that I die. I thank God that those people came up, and he, you know, he he got on the soapbox the way he did because he took the energy and just dropped that hoe like as low as it could go. So then, when <laughs> when counterparts, when well, I'm a counterpart, but when um uh when architects came up, bro, it was just like you got nowhere else to go but up. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. Dude, I'm just like, man. I mean, I'm like, I just went from like, doo -doo -doo, to like all these lights and shit flashing everywhere, man. And I just remember like that first song. <laughs> and it's so stupid because like every time like I have a reaction, I'm always looking at Rocky. I'm like, oh shit, who are these guys? <laughs> like, it's every time. I would say today, but dude, you is if we go to a show, and this this is God's honest truth. If we go to a show ever, dude, Davy is as soon as we walk in, he's gone. Where's Waldo? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then, like, Trevor, and then Trevor's, like, right after, like, Trevor's gone. Like, ah, where's Waldo? You know what I mean? Like, they're they're always gone. And then 
Like Trevor will come back later without a shoe or without glasses. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a piece of glasses missing. Yeah, dude. I lost my hat. Trevor's like, Ellis, I found your hat on you. American is here, you know? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I'm a mosh pit boy, man. I like to get down and dirty and just live in there for the whole night. That's my experience. You know, that's how I like to experience shows. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that silver steam. When I get in the pit, everybody leaves. Then I'm back there standing there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no one wants to throw a rock, dude. It's just so fun. Like he'll get challenged every now and again. The guy's like, "Good job, pat him on the back and keep on rolling." Um, but we'll talk. We'll, we're gonna talk about that later. Everybody's gone. Uh, we're gonna talk about pit stories for sure. Um, next up we got uh, we got the young star. We got Josh. Uh, Josh Longoria coming up. He's gonna give his list. Uh, all right, Josh, you're on, bro. Hey, can y'all hear me? I don't know if these headphones are working or yeah, not. Yeah, they're working. We're good. You're good. Bet. Bet. All right, so my list, I got uh, Power Trip, Crucifixion. Um, I picked that song because that was my first hardcore show that uh, L.S. Rocky then took me to. That was my first uh, my first stage dive where nobody caught me whatsoever. <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up That's getting, you, dog. I ended up getting my thumbs. I ended up getting my thumb stepped on and dislocated my thumb. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, so that was a, that was a song from that set. So that'll hold a special place in my heart just because of that. Uh, the other song I have is "Knock Loose," Oblivion's Peak. Uh, that's probably probably the intro to that song is probably my favorite intro to any song. Like just the way the, the way that it the way that it builds and just gets you gets your heart pumping and stuff. And "Knock Loose" is one of those bands that I have, I haven't got to see live yet, but it's definitely on that bucket list of bands that I need to see. You like, could have. You could have. We uh, yeah, we could have. That, that was a long drive though, so I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I made it. We had the we had the opportunity to see him at the beginning of May, but of course, fucking Corona. Um. Okay, those are my two hardcore. So my post hardcore, I picked Attack Attack the Induction. Uh, the reason why I picked Attack is because when I uh in 2013 when I did uh, when I lived in Houston a little bit, that was gonna be the first show that I was gonna go to. And I, uh, my parents actually got me those tickets for my birthday, and I was so hyped to go, but then I ended up getting sick, and yeah, I was pissed. So that's why I picked them. Just their the old Attack Attack sound is just something I really vibe with. Cause I feel you on not, that. Not so more their, yeah, not so more their new shit when they try to do that whole electric fucking metal crap. But their old stuff, like their first two albums, that uh, those were definitely the. Those are definitely the move. Nothing hits harder uh, than people's elbow, me- dog. Nothing hits harder than people's elbow, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. Say something. Give me a reason. Give me a reason. No, I agree with you. I'll fight you, you, kid. Huh? <laughs> Fisticuffs. Fist <laughs> All right. And for my metal core, I picked Fit for a King, Youth Slash Division. Um, King is definitely my metal core band. Mm-hmm. That's definitely... Uh, Definitely, definitely one of the first metalcore bands that I saw live, and I've seen them. I think a total of four times now. Like every time they come into town, I try to make it a point to go see them. Um, and Youth Slash Division is one of those. Uh, we can chalk it up to the top set songs. That's always like my go-to, my go-to top set because that song, the breakdown in that song, and just the whole, the whole vibe of it is is whole different. That whole Dark Skies album. Like, I mean, you, you look on my phone, and I don't like the whole two or 300 songs I have on my phone and just my playlist for metal, hardcore, all that stuff. I think I have, like, pretty much every Fit for a King song from every album on there, just because that's just my band. 
Um, for my and then for my fifth song, I put "Poverty of Self" from Current, just because I am a huge fan of the vocalist that's in that fucking that's in that band. That dude, he can carry he can carry a note, and just the just the way he has with his screams and his growl and shit is just. Especially I in that concur. song, it's a little bit heavier than their usual shit. I concur. Yeah, that song, that song, Poverty of Self, is definitely a lot heavier than their usual stuff. They're a little bit more the kind of like Fit for a King metalcore vibe, but that Poverty of Self is more is more heavy and has more darker shit in it. But just the way that, like you said, just the range that he has on his vocals is just is just fucking insane. I'm with so, you on that. Yeah, that's my list. Oh man, you already know we got to talk about that currents, my guy. Um. Oh yeah. That, Woo, bro, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, that was one of the bands that was at the uh, the Christmas Burns Red. And I, <laughs> I remember I messaged you, Rocky. I'm like, bro, there's this band that's up. I think it's like, I don't know the name, like Currents. And John's like, oh, yeah, dude, they're so good. They're so good. I'm like, ah, yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, because we, we saw them on Alyssa's birthday. They were with, uh, they were at Austin. I couldn't take it. We saw our King, Norma Dean. Say when they were left behind or something like that, bro. Why do I remember them? I don't know. We had just missed them. That was that was when you showed up late and got your camera and started taking pictures of. Oh yeah, because the wheelchair girl kept hitting your boy. Wheelchair girl kept hitting me. Yo, the wheelchair up the butt, Josh. Yo, that's why. That's why I didn't. I because I never heard them, man. We were getting murdered by the wheelchair girl. She wouldn't even. Like that whole that whole show, I I felt bad because I only really knew one song from Current, so I didn't really get to take advantage of like seeing them live. And then, but then just after that show, they definitely became one of my top my top oh, five yeah. bands. I'm like that vocalist, dude. and their drummer their drummer their drummer's pretty dope. Also, the <laughs> shit that he does is pretty dope. Man, but definitely, they were definitely also on the list of people I wanted to see again. When they came back to town, they were supposed to come to town with Silent Planet, and well, yeah. I was gonna go to that show, and that show was gonna be crazy. Oh, that yeah. was that one that uh, it was all of them, and what it was just them, or what was the one that had uh, Knock Loose on it too? Was that a, was that a different show? Yeah, that was the one with uh, yeah, that was the uh, motionless and motionless. Ah, uh, yeah, you right, you, you right, you right. Um, yeah, yeah man, I, I I will say I can. Parents left behind and something like that. I, I can say this uh because I we always make fun of you. Um, Josh has been to shows before, but the power trip show, the, the, the power trip show was the first one he decided to, to get in the heat with the people. Um, you know what I mean? So that was a good show. That, that was, that was a very good show. He, and I, high key, he wasn't even going to go. Swear, JP, he was not going to go. We, we had, no, we had to. last minute we were going. I was like, hey, let's go. We had to, pre- we had to pressure that dude into going, man. So I can, yeah, like. I can promise you, Ashton's probably gone through more pits than 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 Josh has. I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to bet that. I's willing to bet that. Um, that's not, that that's a lie. Josh, Josh is a, yeah, he's they a, told me they were like, hey, we're, huh? Josh Josh will pay an extra twenty dollars to go to the VIP. And oh my god, it was one show. It was my date wanted to go to the VIP. It was one show. First of all, you taking the date to a hardcore show? She better get ready to get in the shit, baby. That's all I'm saying. If your date wants to go to the VIP, it's not your date, it's our date. <laughs> that was not my choice. That was not my choice. Man. Was like, but no, yeah, like that power trip show when Rocky called me, I, I think I laid in bed for like 10 minutes. I was like, ah, if you go, you're going to have fun. 
I don't know. Nah, fuck it. Let's go. And then, then I just got up and told and my girl. Let's go call you out anyways. You already Very know what it is. That and was that one. Bro, and then I saw Alyssa stage dive twice. And I was like, you know what, man? Fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Let's see what happens. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what's, what's the worst that could possibly happen? Crunch. As soon as I, I, get, I, I get to the stage and the, these two little ass dudes, like maybe they were like shorter than Rocky. We're standing there, and they're like, hey, man, you want to get up? I was like, yeah, man. They tried, God bless their souls, they tried to help me up on that stage, and they just kept they just kept pushing, like, fat and just, like, body parts, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I was like get out the way. Let me just climb up. I'll get up. And then I got up there, and I spent, for like, a split second, I was like, oh, shit, I'm up here. What do I do? Oh, shit, let's jump. And I jumped off and just straight to the ground. Not even any kind of, re- no resistance, none whatsoever. Like I like I didn't feel any drag. I didn't feel any love. I just fell straight hardwood floor. Hey man, welcome to it. You got baptized in the funk, sir. Good job. Bro, and then some dude, some dude wearing some I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. Stepped on my thumb. I got out of the show and like I think for like a week later, my thumb was just like fucked up. Like it was bad. <laughs> and then come to find out that whole was dislocated. I was like, oh hey, man. All right, yeah. Price, yeah, that's what we took. Like we took my. Like we took my like, my sister and her boyfriend came like they like they just stared at us the whole time they didn't even want to move like oh my gosh she's like y'all are crazy I'm like I told you I told you like it is what it is they like these old grown ass men running around jumping the pit throwing these things it is what it is I'm not gonna grow up man I missed, I missed that show too fuck <laughs> baby you've been flaking on a lot of shows my guy <laughs> the last two the last two bro last two oh, no. I'm just saying. What's going on? Anyways, moving on. We have the man, the myth, the legend, the biggest stage diver, pound for pound, Mr. J.P. Price, hitting us with his list. You're up, brother. The bigger you are, the more you have to ease into the crowd off the stage because I don't trust them and they don't trust me. (laughs) Nah, fuck it. They got to die. Put your hand on some heads and faces and ease up. I gotta say, like, I remember being in the front, seeing, like, a dude about your size come to the front, and I was, like, I was, like, finding a way out, because I was, like, I'm not gonna get crushed. Abort, <laughs> abort, <laughs> abort. And that, that's what I told LS, like, after I did it, I was, like, hey, man, I saw a video of JP doing it. If that dude can jump, I can jump. That was not the case. JP so. has technique. JP jumps and sprawls. Josh jumped in balls. I like to only stand in one place in the pit and one place only, and it's on the side on the left because, like, my back's all jacked up, so, I, like, I got to be in the right spot braced. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get involved for, like, two stones a show, but I, I'm always in one spot because I get just a little action, you know? Yeah. Like, Very just a little action from right there on the side, and uh, <laughs> that's my spot right there. So the safest spot is, like, right to my left. <laughs> So, my list, uh, hardcore bands, first one I chose was Ben, my third. Um, I mean, almost all these songs are songs that I lift to, and lifting's a huge part of my life. And uh, Bane, my therapy, and like hearing that through the music, and how he expresses it through the music, was how I would feel that I was expressing it in my in my lifting. Yeah. And like I felt like our energies were like real similar in some right. moments, you know? And I've also seen Bane like six times. I'm wearing Bane socks right now because when you're a three XL, that's like what you can buy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Either they have like XL champion shorts or you can get Bane socks, you know? Like that's, <laughs> go, with the Bane, <laughs> go with the Bane socks. Except Mad Ball because they've got like fat guys in the band. So like we'll have three XL. <laughs> so uh, Bane, love that song. Love them. I think that uh, they have a ton of songs I could have chose. True. Uh, also, it's like some of my best friends in the scene, some of their favorite bands too. So like they have some some of the best show I was at their farewell show. So, um, and then uh, Bitter End, Conversations with Death. I just chose this band to be different because I want more people to hear this band. Uh-huh. And that's a song that like, goes back and forth mm-hmm. on a conversation with a guy and who's supposed to be Death. And when the singers bounce off each other, the energy rises, and I feel that uh, when I listen to it when I lift. And uh, I freaking love that song in the back and forth. And it freaking builds. I like songs that really, really build. Yeah. And, uh, you know, have like a story. And uh, especially if I really invented the lyrics, you know. Um, for post-hardcore, I chose Glassjaw, Siberian Kiss. Uh, when I was in high school, I drove a 1972 Challenger that was uh, brown. And I would, we brought it up in the last show. I would blare this song in that car. And I would listen to this song before every football game, every wrestling match. Um, it was uh, one that I listened to all the time. It's really, really intense. It has a ton of emotion. And uh, that would whip me into a fucking frenzy. Um, for metalcore, I chose Norma Jean. Memphis Will Be Laid to Waste. Nice. Uh, that like fake breakdown in the middle of that song in the middle of the breakdown is uh, is killer. And people wouldn't be expecting it. And then they would get hit like a Mack truck in the pit with it, <laughs> um, <laughs> depending on who was around. And uh, so I love that song. That was a really good one. Um, that would like never not be on a list. Hey, uh, if anybody follows me in the gym, Bear the gym dog is just leaving. So see you later, buddy. I love you. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, that one is huge for me. Um, and then for my personal choice, I chose Boundaries, uh, Pain Medicine. I don't know if any of you guys know who Boundaries is. They're pretty new, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't have a lot out, but they have this album they released. They're supposed to be putting out a new album they recorded in November, mm-hmm. um, so look for more of them. But uh, they, uh, they've they only toured a little bit. I think they're from the north, uh, and they're like really, really, really dark and really emotional, and their writing's really deep. And I've been injured uh, for a couple years now with my back, and yeah. it's just like seems like there's no end. And the lyrics in Pain Medicine are just some of the, like, harder lyrics that I've heard in a long time that, like, hit me hard. Yeah. And uh, my favorite part of it, it says, pain, my only motivation, I'm working towards nothing, I feel like I'm fucking dying, no one knows that I'm here, and no one will knows when I'm gone. And the song rips. And, uh, man, that one, one of my clients, who's a hardcore kid, an edge guy out of uh, Indy, uh, him and his best friend, I trained them. And they're two of my best buddies, uh, Lewis and uh, Jake. Mm-hmm. They've came and visited, and there was no shows when they visited. They came, and like the only show of the weekend was Dashboard Confessional. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't go listen. Um, but uh, but they uh, they actually send me musical hardcore, uh-huh. and uh, they like some of the best stuff I've heard in years that I really hit me really hard. And uh, so I'm really thankful that I have people that send me stuff like that so I can find new things like that. I do. I will ask you this because you were on the last, you, you're on the ones when we did the emo, you know what I mean? And it's, it's funny that, I mean, 
you had you had some really good emo picks for sure. Um, you know what I mean. But you know, you, you kind of told your story as to why you liked them and everything else. But like, it's 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 weird. Not necessarily weird, but it's just you know, it's kind of. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit as far as just you know how hardcore is. You know, I mean, it, it, I'm pretty sure, like you said, they're they're an East Coast band, but it seems like you have a lot more emotional investment in your hardcore music than you say like with emo, which. Mm-hmm. Normally would be the thing that you you have more mo- you know emotional investment into. Um, it I mean uh, and I, I guess it's not really a, a question more just more of an observation. It's just I mean I, I feel like you know with just because lifting is such a, a big part of your life. Number one, um, and, and number two, you know because it, it's such an emotional and personal thing. Um, I guess my question would be probably is is. Is is that a reason why you have so much more emotional investment tied in uh, to to this particular particular uh, genre of music than like you say anything else? I think that like uh, you find things that match your intensities, yeah, and your personal style, yeah. And I like to dance. I like two step, and I love the intensity and the aggression of the hardcore. And uh, you know, in the same way that like you know. Ashton might like relate to being into punk more, you know, or yeah. like things that are in like more of a thrash style or something, right. you know, like we're like, I love the really super tailored beats of, you know, two step. Yeah. Um, and you know, and the intensity of like a really clean, tight riff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah I feel you. And be like really, really hardcore, but can also be produced super well. And like, you know, it drives me nuts when podcasts have really bad audio just like it drives me nuts when good hardcore has bad audio. Yeah. And uh, so, like, uh, that's kind of what shapes a lot of the decisions and choices I made in this. I'm not mad at that. I feel like it's an outlet, too, you know? It's like you get all the hard elements in terms of the music, and you get the aggression and everything, but then in they a lot of hardcore groups speak about real issues because a lot of these people started as those kids that were dealing with shit at home. Yeah. You know, maybe they had abusive parents or they grew up on the streets or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. It's like they use that music as an outlet and they channel that into the song, like the lyrics they write, the the style of the music. So I feel like it relates to, um, to, to a lot of, yeah. a lot of lifts too, because sometimes to. we use lifting as a, as a way to channel our, our feelings and our aggressions and stuff. So when you can find that in, in a certain genre of music that I think, um, hardcore does better than, than mm-hmm. almost any of those harder genres personally, but I don't know. I'm partially biased. Yeah. You, you, Christine tends to love her hardcore a little bit more than the, the average person. For sure. For sure. I think we all, I think we all do. Um, well, I just think like, it's hard. I feel like a lot of things, it's really, really hard for me to feel like it matches my intensity. True. Yeah. And like, like I always think there's a mood for every kind of music. And for me, like I always joke that I don't like country, but I also, I just never feel like I have that intensity inside my inner clock. Yeah. And, uh, but I just really, really mesh with hardcore, you know, in that way. And so like, uh, you know, it just vibes really, really well with my intensity and where I I go when there's a switch that's flipped and, and that's something that really pumps me up and the atmosphere, like, you know, you'll see me in the gym if I'm feeling good, you know, like you could be like, Oh shit. You like really would like to be in a, in a circle right now. (laughs) Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I like drop kick somebody if they're not excited to be there. (laughs) 
Like, like you know, like the disrespectful front chest kick, the Loyota Machida. <laughs> that's Davey. That's Davey's like that's me. That's me all over. Um, yeah, get excited to be at the gym. You get to be here, and then I get really motivational. Oh, and then you like turn it to some uh, some like motivational track. I was I go with Goldberg. That's my that's my that's my track now. It's my track. Um, <laughs> don't hate y'all. I hate damn. Don't hate. They 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 designed the L. They designed the L. All right, I'll try to knock mine out uh, really quick. My um. My first hardcore, um, it's uh, it's Jesus Peace. Um, at first, I had the full album only stuff because it's this whole album's really fire um, and it, it flows pretty well. Um, but uh, Lucid, it's literally the first track. Um, it it pretty much sets the tone for the album. And um, JP, I know we talked a little bit about it uh, last time, um, and obviously some of you guys were there too. When we talked about it. For me, my thing has always been seeing people that look like me. Um, seeing skin that looks like mine. Um, but that's that's always been a huge thing for me, especially, you know, growing up in West Texas where you didn't see a lot of, one, you didn't see a lot of diversity. Um, two, I was always one of those kids that, black kids don't skate. Black kids don't listen to, to rock and roll. Black kids don't do this. You don't do that. You don't do this. Um, so when you see, you know, when, you, when you're able to see people that look like you um, do something that you've always wanted to do, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a stretch to think that someone, you know, that, that at least, at least 90% of the people out there at some point in time would love to have been a star of some sort, a rock star or, you know, or some type of person standing on stage, you know, singing their heart out, yelling their heart out, playing whatever instrument, just having someone sing your song. I, I just, you know what I mean? Like expressing what you expressed. Um, so for me, like a lot of these, especially as weird as it sounds, man, like, I mean, for me seeing a lot of these, like these young black kids out here just killing it. It's like I'm living vicariously through them, if that makes any sense. Um, the first time I saw Jesus Peace is when I was going to a concert with Rocky. Um, Rocky those guys, it was, like, it was one of the first concerts we all went to together. Um, and I remember I walked in, I heard the sound before I saw the face. And I was like, what is this? It's so, it was just gutter, dude. It didn't, like the production value was like, okay. It was just heavy. It was dank. It was like semi-dark. And it was just like, yo... Either they pretty much just took whatever they do in the garage and they just put it on stage, um, bro. And it was just so nasty and, and like I kind of make my way through the crowd, get on that left side, and I say like, "Oh, it's a black dude, what?" And so I kind of inch my way closer and closer, man. And I just I was like mesmerized from the first time I ever heard him, um, like to present day, man. And, and it's definitely you know, uh, Lucid is definitely it's top set music for me. Um, the second one. Uh, again, it's on, along those same lines. Uh, I was kid, don't look like me, but um, Billy No Mates, uh, Knock Loose. Um, you can ask these guys if I'm training, um, if I'm doing anything and I want to get hyped. Like, I don't even have to ask for the song. They know exactly the song to go to. Without a doubt, Billy No Mates. Um, Knock Loose is one of those. I, um, I, 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 I saw them, I heard them, but I didn't believe what I heard. When I saw him, if that made any sense, um, I was kind of mesmerized. And again, I mean, it's 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 happened so many times at this point in our friendship. I looked at Rocky, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Oh, I just, I mean, like, and I mean, I, I can honestly tell you if, if you were there and you saw me see Knock Loose for the first time, you saw me fall in love with the band, like, immediately. It wasn't a if, ands, or buts about it. Like, my favorite band, as soon as I heard them. Like, as soon as I heard them. And... Like I don't know, I think it was just between all the the 
just the room, the energy in the room. Um, like, I just remember, like, I'm like, dude, San Antonio goes so hard. I just remember, like, bro, they're going hard right now. And it just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can honestly talk about Knock Loose from sunups to sundown, man. But I, I fell in love with that band. Like, I mean, I had a meet coming up. I was, like, semi-hurt already. I, Worlds was coming up. One day, I think I was getting ready to go to Worlds or something. I don't know. Something was coming up. And I'm like, bro, I'm already kind of hurt. I'm, I'm going off the stage anyway. Me and Alyssa, like, we're going, we're going, we're going. Um, but like, I have so many memories of, of, of you know, like, my strength, my, my friendship actually strengthened with these guys. Um, and Knock Loose is such a big part of that. So not only does it really remind me of, of, of just falling in love with the band, but it, it, it reminds me of my friends. You know what I mean? So when I hear it, I think about my friends. I think about my, the Wrecking Crew um, that, you know, we call, you know, we call ourselves. Um, so like Knock Loose is, is they're, they're very, very important to me. Um, so for my post-hardcore, I went with, uh, 31, uh, by Soul Glow. Um, not a lot of people listen to Soul Glow. Uh, not a lot of people know who Soul Glow is, but like I talked about seeing people that look like me, um, and honestly doing something that I feel like I may have been able to do that. Cause I, 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 you know, I think I've always wanted to be in a hardcore band. I think everyone, you know, if you listen to hardcore, you always imagine yourself being in a hardcore band. But I know I, I don't have the scream. I know that. I know I don't have the growl. I know that. But I know that I can yell into a microphone. You know what I mean? And I know that I, I can I can pop out lyrics. I know I can surround myself with some amazing musicians that are going to make me look like a freaking baller. And I know I can engage people. Um, and that's exactly what uh, what uh, Sogo does, except he, he can do everything. Um, I just think they're... They're ridiculous. I think they're absolutely ridiculous. So I, um, I'm a huge fan of them. I'm a huge fan of what they bring to the table, um, and I'm a huge fan of, of just how they they get the crowd going. Um, they're on my bucket list of of of, uh, of 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 bands that I really want to see. I just feel like it. I feel they'll they'll be amazing when I have an opportunity to see them. Um, and so for my uh, my metalcore, I I went with uh, Mariana's Trench, um, August Burns Red. Um, I had to do that. Like, I had to do that. Like, there's so many bands you had chosen. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Part of me, I, I almost reached back and, and, and got uh, One Arm Scissor because it's, I mean, it's it's metalcore to the to the T, but um, I had to go with Mariana's Trench, man. Like, again, August Burns Red is, um, if I had, a, I guess, if I had a, a second favorite band, uh, second favorite hardcore band, it would be um, ABR, dude. I mean, I've seen them more times, you know, than you know, then, then I care to admit over a, a two year span, if the doors are open and they're there, I'm going to be there. If the doors are open and, and, you know, my friends can be there, we're going to be there. So, um, and it's a lot, there's a lot of bands that, you know, that you run into that you have, uh, you have a, a connection to a, a tie to and, and, and both knock loose and ABR. I, I feel like I just have like these like great ties into them. And, and, and so I just, you know, I don't know. Again, that's another band that reminds me of my friends. It reminds me of like the record crew. It reminds me of going out and just and, and just killing it. Um, and we've had some dope times going to watch ABR. We've had some dope times watching a lot of these bands. So like with me, with hardcore, the whole hardcore thing kind of tying in what you're saying, uh, JP. Like with me, my my intensities aren't necessarily so much just lifting. I guess my intensities are just emotion and the people that are around me. And so for me, hardcore reminds me of the majority of my friends that I have. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes any sense. So while it's, it's yeah. you know, I'm not as emo about emo music as I am about hardcore. I'll cry from a hardcore song than I, 
more so than I will an emo song just because I think about my friends, you know what I mean? Like, I cried a little bit at the, uh, yeah. the, the Knock Loose concert because I was at the concert and my people couldn't be there with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm throwing bows and knocking people out like, yo, it's how Rocky would do it. You know what I mean? So, like, I think, you know, I think for 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 me, I mean, I'm always going to be a huge Counterpart fan because Counterparts reminds me of Davey. I'm always going to be, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a huge Power Trip because P- Power Trip reminds me of Rocky. Like, like the bands that I like the most are the ones that my friends really like the most. You know what I'm saying? So, I think... You can tell they're all from, like, a certain time of your life because they're all brand new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like. Um, and, yeah, you know what I mean. And so, but, but my honorable mention is, of course, <laughs> it's a uh, Black Flag. Um, that's my honorable mention. I, I went with Depression from from Black Flag, and and for me, if anybody that knows me know knows how I'm about music. Um, I don't feel like the present can you know can exist without the past. Um, I feel like there's roots. And everyone's got to honor the roots, man. And if you go back and you listen to Black Flag, Black Flag, if you listen to uh, Bad Brains, you listen to like these these old school hardcore, you know, you know, from you know late seventies, early eighties, um, that really kind of laid the groundwork for for hardcore music, man. The sound was gritty. The, the sound was, you know, is it was as good as they could get it. But the engineering was trash. The quality was trash. But you got the motion behind it. You got the the, the grind and grittiness behind it. And I mean, it almost comes from like almost a, just almost a, a gutter hardcore punk, uh, more so than anything. But that is hardcore. And I think a lot of people, you know, they they hear the hardcore we have nowadays. I'm like, yo, this is hardcore. This is a version of hardcore. But the OG hardcore that we, you know, that 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 we know, uh, or should say the OG hardcore that 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 this all derived from, man, you know, it it derived from, you know, somebody's like, yo, the Ramones, the Ramones are dope. But I think I can make mine a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, freaking, you know, the Ramones, they, they hit here and they hit there, but I feel like I can make mine a little bit more grinder. I can grind mine a little bit more. And so you start getting bands like Black Flag. Black Flag is, because you don't necessarily get to hear them a lot unless you dig in the crates and, you know, you don't necessarily dig in the crates anymore, but unless you dig in the crates and really listen, bro, they put, they laid some tracks down and they laid some groundwork. And you listen to a lot of these breakdowns and a lot of, you know, a lot of when the pits, when people are circling, circling, and you can go back and listen to Black Flag, like, yo, that's where that breakdown came from. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't, if you don't dig in the past, man, you'll never know where your present came from at all. And so for me, like Black Flag, I mean, it, I had to make an honorable mention, you know, just based off of everything that I had. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there would be no hardcore if Black Flag didn't exist. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the hardcore we know right now. If it had black black flag not exist, so um, that's what I got on that. I'll shut up on that. I'm gonna let Rocky um, cap this bad boy off. Um, oh, me? me, yeah, man, Rocky. <laughs> we got Rocky uh, capping capping things off here. It's all you, brother. All right. Uh, again, just like everybody else, this was a struggle of a list. Um, I think before you set the parameters, I was just already going through just strictly hardcore songs. I think it was already at like four hardcore songs, and I was just like, wait, damn it, this just got that much more difficult now. Mm -hmm. Rewind, let's put a little bit more effort into it now. So it's like, this is tough. Um, Honorable mentions for hardcore that I had before I made my final list for this. I had uh, Madball, Lionheart, and Kublikon. Those dudes, especially Madball, is huge for me. Um, The... The uh, 
part when they did like Con Fuerza is like one yeah. of my favorite songs. Just implementing Spanish into that song into the hardcore nature. Super badass. You don't really hear it too much, but it's one of my favorite songs. But anyways, going to the actual list, um, for hardcore, I had Terror. Terror is huge, huge, huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, see these dudes, I don't know how many times. Scott Vogel is just amazing front man. Um, Overcome is probably my top song from them just because, like I said, I've seen them numerous times. And I also listen to them a lot because I had, again... One of those old sample CDs back in the day. DVD, yeah, man. Overcome was the song, and he's just like, oh, in your face. Everybody's skating. Like, true, like you said, Davey said, LA hardcore, skate hardcore. Um, mm. Just a lot of fun. Super short song, super fast song, just Love in your it. face. Get to the point. Let's do it. Let's hit it. Fun song. Um, that breakdown in it is one of my favorites, too. Uh, like I said, Scott Vogel to me is an amazing front man. He's just always up there and he's like you know what like they said about hardcore just it's just fun seeing them let you go up there and take the mic like this is your mic scott always says that this is your mic come and take it sing your song have fun and it's just terrors up there for me um mm-hmm. next i had a comeback kid um i got into them because of the song wake the dead but then i heard do yourself a favor and that song just hit for me just he's like that breakdown towards the middle. He's like, yeah. "What you say? What you say?" He's like, "Oh shit! Like it's going down. He's going to punch somebody. <laughs> Somebody's gonna die." I like, yeah, and I was lucky enough. Like she, like when she got to see Beartooth, I randomly, I didn't randomly catch him, but I walked into like a tent in the alleyway at South by and saw them for free, and just seeing them live for free was just dope. And it's such a small, small setting, and just everybody just flipping off the stage. Come get the mic again, just. Yeah. It just went nuts, man. It's just a nuts show. Like you said, Arcus has that vibe. It's a different vibe when you go see it live. And it's just it's just awesome. It's just fun to see. And just that outlet is just really cool. Um, again, post-hardcore, moving on to that, was super hard to pick from because I feel like we covered a lot of that with the last podcast and the emo podcast. Yeah. Um, but the bled always stood out to me. Saw yeah. them numerous times again on Warp Tour. Um I feel like not a lot of people know the blood unless you know them, like know them, know them. Um, I know they're not really around much anymore, but this song is okay, but here's how it really happened. Insane. Insane song. Just, it catches you from the beginning. Like you hear that drum beat, you hear the guitar come in, then all of a sudden you hear that bass slap and you're like, what's about to happen? I, if you have not heard that song, listen to it right away. Trust me, in your face. I remember seeing these dudes live on Warp, and they were just as crazy as the chariot on stage, just all over, guitars just swinging everywhere, fingers on his back, just ah. Just, yeah. a, that is a name I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, like the blood was up there with them, like as far as stage presence, just nuts on stage, just crazy, insane. The last Lots American cowboy. The Last American Cowboy. <laughs> I have a song called The Last American Cowboy that I freaking love. Yeah. And it's funny because I couldn't remember the name of this song, but whenever I heard it, I knew the song right away. But it just like, yeah. it took me a while to find it because I knew it just from that intro. And I was just like, this song is nuts. Um, Metalcore uh, was super hard for me. Um, I have a lot of ties into Metalcore. I love Metalcore. Um, Kind of what really got me going to where I am now, I guess you could say. Um, it was tough because the two bands I was really torn between was Asley Dying, who I ended up picking, yeah, and Kill 
switching games. Oh, uh, that's that so hard, dude. Metalcore. And it was just super, super tough. Um, but I will as we dying because I'll never forget when I first heard them in this album was I just randomly walked into a Target. I was like, I'm just looking for some new music. And I saw this album. I thought the logo of the album was super, super cool. Bought it. Put it into my old school 91 Chevy Blazer. Hey. And this song, just Meaning and Tragedy, was the first track off the album. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, what am I listening to? And it hit. And I was like, damn. I was like, okay, this is how we're going. I'm just driving, cruising. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. And it was just, I thought it was like the coolest song or the coolest intro for an album. And it just never slowed down for that album. And so Meaning and Tragedy was super, super cool for me. And just, it hit, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to catch both them and Killswitch that year because it was 2005, and that was my very first Ozfest. I saw them there; it was amazing. <laughs> and then moving on, I actually did two two bonuses because it was super hard. Sorry, Davey did. I, I, I worked the only one. Hey, at least I only picked one. Actually, not like five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I went with Power Trip, uh, Soul Sacrifice. Nice. Um, Power Trip is one of those bands within the last five years or so. It's just huge for me. Just one of the greatest bands I've seen live within the past two years, three years, whatever. Just, yeah, they say good old Texas boys, grimy, gritty, in your face. Um, this song, especially the intro, just it builds and builds and builds, and you got it such heavy in the front. You just see everybody just kind of nodding and just like banging their head, just getting ready, and then people are already kind of slam dancing to it. But then it hits into that riff, and the next thing you know, everybody's just circle pit, circle pit, circle pit. It's just it's to see how they are because I feel like they're a universal band between like hardcore, thrash metal you name it they can fit all the genres play with anybody keep up with anybody and still throw down just as hard and if not harder than some of these bands out there today and stuff like that just it's crazy how they span across it all just man they it's insane (laughs) and like i said i've gotten a couple of black eyes and a cut eye as y'all seen two from them so it makes it even more worth it for me like I've got blood. I've got blood through this band, like legit. So, <laughs> uh, last one, just because um, it's hard to do this list without uh, Eat It for me. Um, Eat It, I've been following for years and years and years again. Um, but Roman Holiday always sticks sticks out to me. Just that intro riff from Andy on the guitar, just very heavy, very grimy, just in your face. And I feel like that griminess doesn't slow down throughout this song. It's just a very heavy song. And to me, has one of the greatest lyrics of all time in that, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, "We are the death of the party, we are the life of the funeral." Like something about that lyric just stands out and just hits. And you're just like, "Ooh, I felt that!" Like it's just, it's just badass to me. So definitely a top set song. <laughs> oh man, dude! Ooh, got some heat on that thing. I was admit, I'm. I was gonna, I was gonna talk trash. I really was about to call you out on like, man, I was only dying, dog. And but like, I mean, I can't be like, how I can't be mad. I mean, I'm kind of mad. You know what I'm saying? It's between them and Kill Switch. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, dog. I can't even be mad. I can, but I'm can't. Yeah, like I said, it was a tough, tough situation hard. for that one. Well, it's, um, it's, it's hard. Bands. Like it. Well, I mean, it's it's gonna be hard just because, like I said, like, I mean. 
I don't even know why I set the rules. Why I set the rules that way? I'm like, I just want to see, like, I mean, really, really, like, because you got to dig. I'm like, all right, I got to dig deep and find some stuff. Like, yeah, all right, you this... really had to think it through and really yeah, yeah. Put it out there and just. Yeah, you can't be super crazy. I with think you maybe take your time more with it instead of just adding a bunch of bands. Yeah, man, like stuff too. So. You know what I mean? I think JP put earlier, like, I, you know, I'm, I think it was like I'm gonna go by feeling with this or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna do the same thing. Like, what you know, what what imp- impacts me emotionally more? With these songs, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I mean, there's so many good ones. Like, we, we were just kind of talking about, like, obviously, you know, like, you know, I, there's there's so many that, Nate, could have been on this list. Um, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, I think it's, a, like, what we have is a solid list. And we, I mean, we still have more that, that, that are being added as we speak. But, I mean, like I said, I, I, I mean, dude, there's some good ones out there that, I mean... I don't know, man. Like, I keep thinking, like, like as you guys were, like, talking, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about this one. Oh, and I forgot about that one. Um, But, I mean, I mean, this is a list, like, I mean, I think when when we post it up, people are like, oh, I forgot about them. Or, oh, I didn't think about them. You know what I mean? Because there's not a lot of stuff yeah. on here that, that's like, oh, this is, like, a lot of mainstream stuff. Um, You know, I mean, and the thing is, like, how can you have a hardcore list and not have terror? You know what I mean? Like. That that's asinine. That there's no way that you should ever have a hardcore list without them. But there's no such thing as a hardcore list without having East Coast and you know what I mean and LA hardcore. That just doesn't exist. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. I don't believe, and maybe I'm just partial to it. I don't believe that you can have a hardcore playlist and not have you know you, you can't have a Texas band in there. That makes no sense. Like if you don't have you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I mean again, that's just me. You know what I mean? But if, if you don't have, you know, uh, at least one Texas band in there, I mean, I guess you can't really, you know, I thought about, well, does Pantera even count as hardcore or is that still, is no. that considered metal? You know what I mean? Like. I, I don't think they count as hardcore. I feel like there's not a lot of core bands that are from, you know, more like central U.S. Like yeah. not to say that they're bad, but it's just not as, it, which is interesting though, because especially in San Antonio, in Texas in general, the hardcore scene is huge. It's huge. They're stronger I think That's how I got into it originally. Well, there's so many hardcore kids in, in San Antonio. I will say this. I feel like there's a lot of hardcore bands, you know, here in Texas. It's just that I, I've noticed it with, with Texas. Texas is, it's kind of its own thing, like, to be honest yeah. with you. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of hardcore bands around here, but it's just Texas hardcore. And you can be a Texas yeah. hardcore band and circulate all throughout Texas and never have to leave the state. And you can you can eat off of that. Now you may not be eating a lot, but you can eat off that. I mean, you see you see it a lot with like Texas country artists. Like they literally circulate just around Texas because there's enough cities, there's enough clubs, there's enough downtown, there's enough freaking colleges, there's enough hole in wall spots that you could go to each one of these, you know what I mean, make make five Five, six hundred bucks every time, and you, you and your people can eat off of that. Because again, I mean, the thing I've noticed with, with with musicians, like, bro, you're doing something you love, and you're making money off of it. However minuscule that that dollar amount is, you'll do that to the day you die. Unless tell somebody tells you, hey, man, you need to get a job. You need to pay some bills. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, it's the truth. So like with 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 Texas, I mean, there's a lot of hardcore bands. I mean, there's a lot of garage bands and stuff like that. There's a lot of you know underground hardcore uh, hardcore bands that, that that definitely do, you know, have their own sound and have their own thing and have their own way of doing it. But, you know, I mean, you only get a few that actually crack that, you know, crack through and actually like, hey, man, we can, 
we actually have a you know uh, more of a, a you know more of a following than, than a lot of these bands have. Like I mean, and you're gonna get that with with you know with these you know I'm, with these bigger bands, like not necessarily these bigger bands, but you know with with you know you know with with, with bands like like well shit, there's really only one that we <laughs> we keep going to over and over and over, but um, but they, there's just not a lot of, of bands like Power Trip. You know what I mean? Like, but there's a reason why that one band is the one that everyone goes to every single time. Because they do put on a show, they do shut it down, and like you can't, you're gonna be hard pressed. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you're gonna be hard pressed to go to go behind a band like Power Trip and 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 upstage them. It's not if they're not if they're not closing the show, then it's it's pointless. Like if if they open, there's gonna be a I mean at least by my experience, if if Power Trip goes up before another band, I'm telling you right now that other band better be on fire because you're gonna lose. <laughs> It's the truth. You're gonna lose. Like they're gonna burn the building down. You know what I mean? Especially if it's an essay. Oh, it's a wrap. Like well, somebody's gonna get. Hard act to follow was a power trip show. Like yeah, man. Hey, like uh, so, like it's. it's... I... Go ahead. I almost put Kublai Khan on for my por- my personal choice. Ooh. And uh, because they've had so much that's hit so hard, and it's been so good in the gym, and it's been so hot, and. Uh, but I just like vibe more personally with boundaries, like in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Because the lead singer Kublai Khan is so personal in his lyrics and so obvious that it can be hard to relate to if you don't come from that background. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, and uh, but I've met him. Like he's super cool in person. Like uh, he is like super chill and relaxed and like easy to vibe with. And and uh, I really love their show. And uh, they did an amazing job. And. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But it was just one of those things where I just related a little bit more towards the other music a little bit. I feel you. I feel you. Um, question. This is, I mean, this is across the board. Um, what's one show you want to go to right now? Like, if you could go to a show right now, like, who, who would you want to go to? All of them. <laughs> yeah, right now, all of them, that's for sure. I mean, I don't even now, I want to go to uh, that Furnace Fest. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to that too. Hell yeah. I'm still so Furnace Fest in Birmingham, Alabama, oh, I think yeah. it is in September, and it's like a hundred bands that like none of them are together anymore. <laughs> oh, that would be dope. I'm still, but, I'm still like, holding out for this hardcore. All the bands that are playing that are together, are like Counterparts, Terror, uh, but then bands that like haven't been together, like uh, Stretch Armstrong, are playing. Yeah, Ever Paris. Um, I mean, the list is like 60 deep of bands I want to see and like 20 that I haven't ever seen, like Comeback Kid. Oh, Comeback Kid would be dope to watch. Comeback Kid, dope live. I, uh, <laughs> like, every Time I Die is playing. Like, I mean, there's some throwback stuff that I haven't heard in 15 years. I still, I don't know, man. I, I still want to see, I, I yeah. still want to go to This Is Hardcore. That's my, that's uh that's still bucket list, man. I still want to go. I want to see this hardcore. I feel like that would be the dopest festival to go to. Um, yeah. I just, man, yeah. there's so many. I still, I still want to see Rage Against the Machine. I've never okay. seen them. And Old Time Parade was my PR song for my career. Man. Yo, he needs to come back and start making hardcore again because his, his yes. one, yeah. one record that he yeah. put out is so goddamn good. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it, yeah, he's good in rage, but it's it's like night and day. Um, he's he's like made for for hardcore. Um, yeah, man. I feel just... like I was a little I was kind of lucky because I got to go to 
the um, the acacia strain running out show right before everything shut down in LA. So I got like a little bit out of my system first half of the year, but I have tickets a bunch of other shows that I can't go to because they keep getting like pushed back. Don't even get me started. I spent a small fortune on tickets and they're never going to come to fruition. I'm, just, I'm like, man. I will say this. One, okay, I'm gonna ask, I'll, ask, I'll ask one more question because I feel like this is always fun. It's always fun to find out. What's one band that surprised you that they were as hard as they were? I mean, I know who I would say, but I mean, it's because I'm a fan. I mean, for me, like, Counterparts is one of them. Am I yeah. the only person who doesn't really, like, fuck with Counterparts? I feel like I am. I, I, that's, like, the one part I can't relate to you guys on. You don't, you don't, oh, my God. You know what? I mean, <laughs> to each his own. To each his own. Yeah, Davey's like, I'm I mean, done with this conversation. Like, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I will say probably the, 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 the most fun I've, I've had at a show, seeing, like, people's, like, like ears kind of perk up is when we went to the ABR show and Silverstein opened for him. Yeah. And, uh, and he, these fools did and I mean, again, I mean, I'm a Silverstein fan, like, you know, through and through, I mean, and, and you know, I've, I've, I've kind of known how, how hard they've been over the years. Um, and they've just gotten a little bit harder and harder. They, you know, one of those bands that's kind of been able to slowly, but surely reinvent themselves. Um, and like, I told, I, I think I told Davey, I'm like, I mean, yeah, I mean, counterparts is dope and everything, but I mean, they're just, you know, they're just Silverstein a little bit harder. That's all it is. And it's true. They still have that Canadian sound, bro. Am I lying right now? They have that Canadian sound still. But uh, when Silverstein came and they opened for ABR, and here's the thing, bro, like, with Silverstein traditionally being the type of band they are, I'm like, yo, this is a gamble because either you got to keep this whole live or you're going to lose and get booed. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it's awesome, bro. The Austin crowd is just, they're just booty, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the only people that were getting live at the Austin show were the San Antonio people anyway. So, like, Silverstein comes, they start going in, bro. And, like, I, I remember looking over and Lissa was like, oh, I'm like, yo, now what? This is my band. And like, and, like, they had a, we did a little wall of death. I'm like, yo, Silverstein did a wall of death. Say, Rocky, Rocky couldn't move because Rocky's all messed up. So, like, Rocky's just watching. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Man, I still handled a couple of punks in that yeah. show. Bro, it was so funny because I remember, JP, you would die laughing because I remember I looked over. <laughs> and, like, I my ad and, like, they're getting ready to have a wall of death. I look over and, obviously, Davey's to my right. And <laughs> these, these two kids, like, across the way doing this, like, come on, bring it on. I'm like, clearly they don't know what's about to happen. As soon as he says go, we both freaking take off. I just remember I looked over and it, like Davey has this look on his face like I'm about to kill all these hoes. I look back like I look to the left and I look to the right and I don't see Davey anymore. This fool is legit horizontal just throwing his body into a crowd of people. I'm like yo how did he just like I'm telling you that they, the guy's absolutely insane. But um, like so we go <laughs> we go to these shows over and over and over. It's the same thing over and over and over. We go there you know what I'm saying like I mean, I walk in, I kind of case the joint. Rocky will walk in, he'll case the joint. You know what I mean? Alyssa will go find the spot. You know what I mean? Davey's just, he disappears. This other, one of our other buddies, Trevor, he disappears. And they're in the pit the whole time. Never leave the pit. Trevor has this, like, shit-eating grin on his face the whole time, getting beat up the whole time. Like, this never moving. And, like, 
they only leave to get a drink and go right back in. Like they never leave. And so like I remember at one point when like I don't even remember what the song was, but like, you know what I mean? Like I forget I forget the song. I just remember I look over, Rocky's gonna do one of these, like, oh he's gonna go, he's gonna go, he's gonna go, he's gonna go. He takes off, like goes up like five steps, comes right back, like, ah, my leg, man, my leg. But like, it was just <laughs> It's just, it's, it's always, for me, it's always fun kind of seeing, like, you know, when, yeah, like, it's it's always fun just kind of seeing how people are. I mean, because everyone wants to go hardcore, everyone wants to listen to hardcore until it's time to be hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, when it's time to get in that pit, that really kind of tells me, like, all right, really, where's your head at? Where's your heart at? Because I'm like, I mean, it's just... Well, it's like oh. when I'm at the gym and I'm like talking about a show and then people won't go, but they want to talk about this music all the time. I'm like, you don't fucking like the music. Yeah, dude, you're a poser. You're a poser. <laughs> I just, I mean, it, I at least, it, at least I as far as I'm concerned, and again, that's just me saying, <laughs> I'm just talking from personal experience. You can listen to hardcore as much as you want, and that's dope. But unless you go to a show, you gotta support them. You gotta yeah, you gotta them. support yeah. them, man. And um, and that's that's something I, I do want to talk about real quick before I wrap it up and, and let you guys go and quit talking. I'm sorry on that, my bad, guys. Um, those are the people that are listening right now. The people that are watch this and all that stuff, man. JP did bring up a really good point. We gotta support these bands, especially now. Um, especially now. Especially now. Um, I, I posted about it a couple times, man, but I. I was in my story, man, and I really want to just do a real post about it um, on social media as much as possible. I, I'm viewing these 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 bands as small. They're small businesses, bro. You know what I mean? And like, if they make them, especially these hardcore bands, because they're not these big budget bands, they make the majority of their money from touring. Now that touring is to put, there's no there's no chance from it. The only way they're gonna really make any money is gonna be from merch sales, because people don't necessarily buy albums anymore. So as much merch as you can buy, I mean, even if it's, you know, like, I'm going to buy a t-shirt here and there. I mean, the t-shirt's yeah. marked up enough that, I mean, they, they're going to get a little bit of a profit from it. Um, Like, if they have a YouTube channel, subscribe to it. Um, If they, I mean, I mean, because they, you can't, you know, you can, you know, get some money from that. I mean, whatever way you can support these bands, man. And, and then the cool thing is they make sick shirts. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you, you know, you're wearing something that's, like, completely uncool. But if you have an opportunity... And you do have a favorite band. Like, here's your time to freaking. Yeah, man. Like, here's your chance to support. Yeah, yeah. Here's your chance to support your favorite bands. And at the same time, some of these bands that maybe that you don't know that are on this list, you can check them out. You might like their sound. If they're a lesser known band, odds are they have merch, and that merch isn't that expensive. I'll give an example. Like, even though they're they're growing, they're getting bigger and bigger. Dude, you can still get a knock loose T-shirt for fifteen bucks, which I think is crazy. But knock loose sells their, their merch for fifteen bucks. A lot of these bands, they're selling their stuff for for super cheap. Um, a lot of those emo screamo bands, a lot of these older bands. Um, you know, Terra Terra has some of the dopest merch you'll ever find. You know, what I mean, the logo's always gonna say the same. Power Trip. I'm gonna tell you right now because I'm being a hater right now, and I gotta say what I say. Power Trip, you know what I mean? Like, Power Trip, they're getting their, their logo. Their logo's getting bit off by, like, uh, what's that name of that spot? Whose name was the name? Uh, 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 Death Before Dishonor? Death Before Dishonor. Ripping, yeah, rip, ripping, yeah. They're ripping the Power Trip's freaking logo. Instead of buying the Death Before Dishonor, uh, what is it, Power Lift logo? Just buy Power Trip's OG yeah. logo. It's way doper anyway. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with Wu-Tang. 
They got Wu Tang. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Like, there's there's a lot of small businesses out there. I mean, especially you know what I mean. Like, if if you know if 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 there's a, a, a any merch that you like, man, go and buy it, dude. I mean, it's not gonna set you back that much. I mean, one T-shirt's not gonna hurt you. Number two, like, you know what I mean. Like, if you know. You know, if, if there's, you know, I mean, even with a lot of these, a lot, most of the people that lift, you know, listen are lifters, you know what I mean? Like, you know, A7, even though you might think they're, they're making a lot of cheese, dude, they're still small, small business. You know what I'm saying? Buy a shirt, you know, uh, lift large, same thing. You know what I mean? You might think they, these are huge businesses, but they're still considered small business. Buy their merch. Um, JP's got his own merch. Buy his merch. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of stuff out there. You know what I mean? Like, buy these people's merch, man. I mean, it's, one, it's not going to set you back. And two, you have to understand, like, I mean, for, for the most part, you got to think these bands are, they're providing a service. This is their service that they're providing. Just like any other small business, well, that service is being interrupted, so how are they going to make cheddar? It's going to be from you. Like, so you say they're your favorite band, but you don't have any of their merch. You say that you're a hardcore fan, but you don't go to a show. Well, you don't have an opportunity to go to a show, but now you have an opportunity to buy. I mean, some of them still have CDs, or you can be to go as far as, like, go, you know, go to Apple Music, go to Spotify. Stream their stuff over and over and over. You, they can get paid from that. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean go ahead. Go ahead. They release dope vinyls all the time. Yeah, man. Like those Hell collectible yeah. really vinyls. Cool prints. I mean, and the, the, the cool prints, thing. Limited prints. Like limited prints. There's, I mean, everyone always does, like, some cool stuff. I mean, you know, like, ABR. ABR is a, they're very good at, in terms of diversifying how they have different cash flow coming in. They had a, they had a, a beer. Uh, that they sold over Christmas, you know what I mean? And I mean, there's all, yeah, dude, there, there's, there's all kind of ways that, you know, all different streams of revenue that these people have coming in um, that, that you can support them by. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know what I mean, like a hardcore band, it's just any artist. Like the yeah. the the thing that, you know, like, I mean, you, you can read about it a lot, but I mean, my grandpa used to tell me all the time, it's like, if, you know, art in whatever form it is, is a reflection of your society. And with right now, dude, if at this rate that we're going right now, man, like a lot of these bands won't make it. Just like a lot of these businesses won't make it. You know what I mean? It won't be from, from lack of effort. It's going to be from lack of support. You know what I mean? So That's so depressing to think about, though. Yeah, so a lot of these like bands... after all this, we can lose music, too. You yeah, know? we can like, lose music. We can lose... I mean, you got to think... There's so many artists out there that were already starving artists prior to this corona hit that are going to yeah. be even more starving... You know what I mean? That, you know, it, th there is no, you know, there is no insurance policy, you know what I'm saying, to be in a rock man. There is no, you know what I'm saying, unemployment that you get, at, you know, to to be a graffiti artist. A lot of this art's going to be gone. A lot of these art forms are going to be gone. A lot of these artists, you know what I mean, and, you know, um, that are, they're going to be cutting their prime. And that's, that's going to suck. You know what I mean? Because this thing's not going away anytime soon. But, I mean, I mean, people are spending, they, they're spending dumb money, you know, they're spending... The stem check on on dumb stuff. I mean, if you got money to spend on dumb stuff, then you know what I'm saying drop twenty bucks on on a band. It, it's not gonna hurt you. You know what I mean? Like no more than you know. So I just I don't know. I mean, and I don't mean a soapbox. I'm definitely getting on my freaking stick to your guns right now. Um, but like I just, but I just feel, <laughs> I just feel like we've gone hours talking about all these bands and how it impacted us and everything. And I mean, and we, we're lucky because we we've. We've at least lived in a time where you can, you know, look at this. Paulo tries to join. Um, 
but we we we've lived in a time where I mean, and and again, we can use you know we can use you know Apollo. He's an example. He's a you know he's an artist. Um, you know, and he's having to work, and you know he's having to work, and you know being a band. I just think I think if if we are gonna be you know fans of music, fans of the arts in in its various forms, we have to be you know willing to support these artists, man, and you know support these small businesses, you know, because like I said, it's not necessarily gonna be the the big name people that, you know, that they they go under, it's going to be the smaller name people, you know what I mean? That tend to have the most impact. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, it's been something that's been kind of bothering me. So I've, I've literally just been going to different band sites and just like, Oh, I like that. I'm a, I'm a copy. Oh, I like that. I'm going to buy that. You know? And you know, I'm is because I would want people to do that for me. You know what I mean? Like, so like, you know, I try to budget, you know, budget a week. Like, all right, I'm going to spend 40 bucks, uh, 40 bucks a week on, you know, on bands that I like. So, I mean, I, you know, I got, yeah. I'm excited to, I'm excited to get my freaking knock loose stuff in. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm styling and profiling, but. I was just talking to someone about this the other day too. And it's like, um, even like, obviously you can't really go to shows now. Some people don't really like going to shows. And if that's not your thing, like you were saying, there's so many different ways that you can support. You don't have to go to shows, but you got to participate a little bit. You right. can't just dream shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's you just. Can, but you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, I just, I just, man. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited that I mean that we at least got to this point where we could, you know, talk about, you know, talk about as much music we've been able to talk about. Um, like I said, I, uh, I'll try to let uh, Paolo come in here real quick and, uh, you know, say his piece if if he gets in. Um, I don't know where he's at. Uh, all right, there he is. Perfect. Uh, Paula, turn on your uh. This dude. Uh, yeah, turn uh, yeah, turn on your mic so you can uh, so you can say your piece before we wrap this up, my guy. It's right now with that dark screen. I know, man. <laughs> this dude is. Let me pull up Paulo's stuff real quick, and he left the meeting. All right, great. Um, <laughs> anyways, um. He's trying to figure it out, I think. Um, hey, turn, bro, take it off of mute. <laughs> Jeez and rice. Um, but yeah, like oh. this guy, he probably. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking driving right now. That's great, Benny. That's all right, well then I'll just ask you, man. Um, What's up, I'll, man? I'll just ask you while 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 you're driving, um, so you don't have to look at it. You can just talk about it. So I've got um, Gator Smash, Kids Like Us. Yes, yes. Uh, tell me about Gator that. Smash. Yo, okay. So this was like towards the uh, the tail end of like my whole like emo core, like you know. It's like my whole emo core phase and like every, every, every one of my friends was like transitioning into like, you know, hardcore and all that stuff. And right. my friend Dan, my friend Dan was the bass player in like the deathcore band that I was in at the time. And, um, he played it for me and I was like, yo, that groove's, that groove's so hard. Like, who is that? It's like, oh, it's kids like us. And it's just like the nastiest, nastiest, like two step to like start off the song. And then, like, the vocals were super raw, and the recording was super raw. I mean, this track came out in 2002. I had no idea. And 
that was probably one of my first experiences with like actual like you know like hardcore you know what i mean oh yeah i'm not even mad at that all right so next up we have house of straw by barrier dead Ooh. <laughs> yo that's a banger dude like the boys i didn't even, re- I didn't even like, read your like, stuff till now Huh? I, I hadn't even read your stuff till now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was adding it as I was driving like an hour or so ago. It was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so House of Straw is probably one of my favorite like barrier dead songs. Like uh-huh. when uh, when I first uh when I first um came across them, it was the Cover Your Tracks album. It was a lot more like I guess hardcore. It's not really like hardcore as in like like a branch off of like punk or whatever, they were just doing like, you know, two steps and breakdowns right. and like, you know, so House of Straw, I think was like, um, the first song off of, uh, the beauty and the breakdown that felt like the most put together to me. And it was right. super heavy. And dude, like that, that song always like knocks me on my ass. Like every single time I listen to it. Oof. Next up we have, Ooh, <laughs> die big. <laughs> Die big from Straight From Path. That's right. Straight From The Path. Straight From The Path is actually like labeled as American hardcore punk, which is kind of crazy to me because like you listen to their stuff and it's, you know, not as hardcore punk yeah. as I think it should be, you know? So, um, but I picked them because their sound is, um, you know, in lieu of... Like you know the poor punk like genre like right. their their vo- his vocals are like super identifiable it's super like yelly and you know the the energy of the song is like fantastic and when I got into them it, it was um, let's see I I think I saw them around like 2014 at South by So What in Dallas I was like oh man these guys are sick and then I just started like diving into like their you know their stuff and that's that song that i chose was a little bit like more on the new like yeah. newer like newer album is like 2015 so i picked that because that song is just like like punishing all the way through also so like the energy on that song is like when you start to finish it's just like punching you right in the face so. so we have uh evergreen terrace with uh wolf biker Ooh. wolf biker wolf oh man biker. so evergreen terrace I found out about them when I was like 17, uh, 18. I uh, I saw them at like Sounds of the Underground, two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As, if anyone remembers that festival, it was it was just as good as Ozfest, I think. Uh, so I saw them in two thousand six. You know, they were they had like the hardcore like vibes to it, but like they branched off into like more melodic aspects yeah. and stuff, which is why I think it's a uh, you know, considered, like, post-hardcore. Um, you know, not only is he a good screamer, but, like, his singing is so, like, deep-voiced and really, really, like, you know, nice and, like, melodic, so... And, like, literally, like, every single one of their albums is, like, super, super, like... It's, like, one of those albums where you can listen to, like, front to front to back like, oh, yeah. without skipping a beat. Like, every single one of them. They are, They make really good albums. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? They make very complete albums. Like if you go to, you go to Apple Music, they're like, like a, they're like, like star, 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 star. Yeah. <laughs> like right. it's, um, 
like I was saying earlier, I was just on a hard binge on Evergreen Terrace, and it was awesome. And I just forgot, like I forgot about them until I had to make this playlist. And I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna listen to all them shits, like you know, all the way through. What and I did? Oh, in the. Awesome. We have oh okay oh you got you got grimy with it as I lay dying the darkest nights eee. had to man eee. so you know just like as we, I, I touched on last time as I lay dying is a band that like you know I near I, I hold like near and dear to my heart you know they've been my favorite like metalcore band since you know I found out about like you know metalcore uh, you know I got to uh, you know. I had the pleasure of touring with them and made friends with them, which is insane because I never thought I'd ever actually like make that connection with them. I thought I'd always be a fan. And Darkest Nights is probably one of my, like literally my favorite song off of uh, Shadows Are Security. And this is a cool kind of memory too. Um, we were uh, sound checking in uh, Lubbock, Texas, and their drummer um, fell asleep through sound check and they needed someone to play drums. Like, did anyone know how to play any of our stuff? And I rose my hand, I was like, I think I know a couple tracks or whatever. You know, they didn't know that. You know, they've been my favorite band forever. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, just playing it cool. And then, you know, seriously. And then they're like, "You so you, you sure you know it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I know it." And then I counted it off, and I just played it like perfectly all the way through. And they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, I, I was like, "Oh yeah, I think I did. I, I, I knew it. It sounded like I knew it." And was that good, guys? He's good. Then I walked off the drum set like all cool. I was like, oh, cool. If you need me, just let me know. I'll be over here. Yeah, I'll be in the back. He's like, all oh, trying to throw like he's dropping a stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't throw the stick. I should have though, but then they would have known that I actually played drums or whatever. <laughs> he's like, yo, I was man. Just being like, oh, yeah, I, I might know how to play drums. <laughs> Hey, um, we I, we were talking earlier, man. Before I let everybody go, we were talking just about like you know how um you know because I mean? like you you do play, you know what I mean. You are in a band, you know what I mean, an active band, a current band, yeah. a band that actually makes money. Um, like how yeah. how is how all how is all of this like affecting you? Like I mean, as a you know as an artist, as an actual you know like living, breathing, active yeah. artist. It sucks, dude. It really sucks. Like uh. Well, it sucks. It sucked whenever like streaming services came into play, you know, right? Like, like, like Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, and stuff. Because people don't have to go to like record shops and buy physical albums yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? They can just pay bucks a month. They have every single song at their fingertips. So you know, the artist doesn't. The only way artists make money now, I think, is a release. Is you know. If you go to the shows, you buy their merch, you know, pay for a ticket, you know, all, all this stuff. You know, that's literally how we make, like, you know, cash. So if you're not touring, then, you know, you're shit out of luck, man. Um, so, I mean, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we were, we were talking earlier about, like, a, a lot of this. I mean, because, again... I mean, a lot of a lot of bands, a lot of people's favorite bands. You know what I mean? While you know I mean while you're touring, you're making money. You know what I mean? If you're able to tour, you know what I mean. Obviously, you're able to make the money, get the studio time, all that stuff. Put out more content, put out yeah. more music, tour again. I mean, and it's just it's a, it's a it's a dope cycle that happens. You know what I mean? And you know, yeah. you know, tours get bigger, shows get bigger, money gets made more, more fans grow. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's just it's a it's a cycle that keeps yeah. going over and over. And here lately, obviously with yeah. the whole coronavirus and how it's kind of affected stuff, um, 
clearly that affects that affects people's pocketbooks in terms of you know being able to do shows, being able to go on tour, you know, being able to 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 make yeah to make to make anything. So like at this point, the majority, if not damn near all of the money. Uh, that can be generated that goes towards your favorite band to go toward these bands that people like is going to be from merch sales. Um, I have, have, yeah. have the fans that you guys have, have, have they actually been like buying more merch, like reaching out? trying uh, to... the, You know, our fans do what they, that they can, you know what I right. mean? Cause you know, unless you're essential, then you're not, you're not spending any money unless it's like, you know, for yeah. bills or whatever. So it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like, uh, my friend Frank Finelli, he uh, started this like thing called For the Nomads, and it's basically like a like a, a trying to raise money for like you know people who are in the music industry that you know that is literally all they do. Like if they're yeah. not touring, then they're not making money. And you know that's I mean that's such a sick cause, especially for all of all of our friends and stuff. But you know if the fans are out of work too, I mean yeah. it's hard to kind of like reciprocate that. Stuff so I everyone is in such a like a such a bind and it it, it sucks on both ends man. Oh so, without a doubt. However, and yeah so yeah dude that's yeah I mean and for those people that are listening uh Paolo actually he's uh he's a uh, uh, in a band called uh Within the Ruins um and they're dope he's actually pretty dope um so he's speaking from personal experience um I mean, he's a high if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, he can he can he can play a hell of a hard cross buns with a bass. That's crazy, dude. He's dope. <laughs> He's hard cross buns. Um, but yeah, man, I uh, but I want I'm, yeah, I'm 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 glad I'm glad you were able to hop on, bro. Like after work, um, like I said, I, you know, it was it was cool when it's making this list and getting this list put up, just because I mean it's hardcore. Hardcore is such a dope and emotional uh um genre. But it was it was cool to get oh, the get the perspective of of you know what I mean like at least at least three or four people on here that I know absolutely love the genre and then of course yourself who you know what I mean like you know not only have you been a performer within the genre but you know what I mean like you're you know you're an active you're an active band that's not a soft band in any form or fashion yeah. you know what I mean and you're an active musician so you know it's it's cool getting that perspective, man, and, and from somebody that's like literally in the thick of it right now, man. Um, but yeah, dude, I uh, I'll, I'll shut up and, and stop messing with people, man. And but I'm, I'm glad you were able to get on. All you're able to get on, you guys. Thank you so much for this. Again, I appreciate it. Um, I think the next list that we will be making will be the top set. We'll make a top set list. Um, top set's gonna be nasty. Um, it's no top set gonna be dope. Yeah, the, the top Let's do it, man. The top set list is gonna be nasty because you are literally going only, only gonna be allowed three songs. That's it. Oh, only oh, three yeah. songs. Damn. All right. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you think of I them now. That. It is what it is. But oh, it's only gonna be three songs. Top set. So uh, be thinking about them, and I think sometime next week, dude, we'll have that popping ready to roll, man. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Everybody have a good night. Let's go for it. Be safe going home, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Y'all be good, bro. All right. Thanks, Thanks, <laughs>